Hello everybody, it's me. I'm just doing a quick little intro spot for, hey buddy, for this week's episode of Fantasy Tavern. I just wanted to include my little familiar friend Phobos here. He doesn't seem to be cooperating, so I'm going to try and go to him. Hold on, let me just turn the, the laptop here. Hey buddy, how's it going? Hi, because it is the witchy episode and you're my witchy Kato friend. He is very interested in the corner of the, the laptop. I'll try and distract him with this. Hey, there you go, buddy. So Phobos and I are just here. Well, maybe not him for long. But Phobos and I are just here to give you a little disclaimer about this week's episode. So there are going to be some words and phrases and topics discussed in this week's episode that may be considered offensive or discriminatory to certain listeners. And because of that, I just wanted to do a disclaimer for this week. If you happen to find certain words um, that are used by and towards women and members of the LGBT community, certain ethnic groups. We have a few words in this week's episode that may be triggering to some people, so I wanted to add a quick disclaimer at the beginning of the episode just to let people know if you are uncomfortable with certain words and phrases like that to skip this week's episode or just a little heads up that they will not be censored. And this is an 18 plus podcast. I do post and upload videos with that as a a mature audience's only marker on all videos and audio for podcasts episodes. But just to let you guys know, I don't want to surprise anybody with something really bad. So thank you again for listening to this beginning part of the episode. And thanks for helping, Phobos. Thanks for being nice and staying while I do my little speech. You're a very good boy. And I just want to do a shout out to my friend Phobos this week. And to all of the familiars, animal friends, and all the witches out there this week. I hope you like this episode. I, I really had a lot of fun doing it. And I think that you'll really learn a lot and have a great time listening and watching. So thanks again, everybody. And because we didn't have the sign for the actual recorded portion of this week's podcast. A quote from The Craft. If you know, you know. We are the weirdos, mister. Enjoy this week's spooky witchy episode. And I hope that you're ready for October 31st. Halloween!
Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another <laughs> exciting episode <laughs> of, Fan- Fuck. of Fantasy Tavern. Here we are again in a different location this time. Very exciting. Did a little trip. So we came all the way to Burlington, all the way, all the uh, way, like, it's, it's like 20 five minutes planes. over. <laughs> five planes, yeah, five planes, so many layovers. Six taxis, <laughs> and the time no zone sleep. difference is so, Taxi, yeah, bus, it's ridiculous. party, another party. And, uh, <laughs> so, and we have uh, another super secret special surprise guest this week. It's not and really super secret. You've been telling people. I did, I did tell everybody already, but I say that in every single episode I've had that has a, a it's guest. a little bit more spooky. I always... So this time, a super secret spooky surprise guest. I didn't even say that last time. A super secret special surprise spooky guest. And um, I'm just going to take this moment to let you introduce yourself to everyone. I'm Andrew. I work in optical. I sometimes feel as if I am a witch when it comes to my thought processes of things. So I think that's why this topic is going to be a fun one tonight. Love art. Known Marita for probably, what are we, I mean, we're old, but not too old. We're like middle When did we start hanging out, like grade 10, grade 11? Possibly even grade 9. Like, it was in grade, in grade 9? Okay. I think it was when we were so, in class. So, long time, long time. Yeah. So years. We were just youngsters. We can't put a number on it, We were just we? youngsters. <laughs> youngsters and then our minds. I'd rather not put a like... number on it. <laughs> it reminds me of how old we are. <laughs> Don't want to think about that sometimes anymore. <laughs> can't believe we're 72. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're just that old. Yeah. It feels, it feels that way. Depression era. These kids don't know how good they have it. Yeah. Me and Maria, we're going <laughs> to probably be friends till we have to eat canned food and crickets like mm-hmm. the rest of the world. <laughs> In the apocalypse In times. The apocalypse. <laughs> we see it. We're just witches. That's how we live. That's right. We already, we're already prepared. We're stockpiling for the cocktails. Yes. Oh, yeah. So uh, before we get started <laughs> with everything, let's talk about the. this is our second cocktail so far. Yeah. Of the night, the first one uh, you didn't get to see, but or, or we'll describe it and all the food that we have today because it's actually pretty fucking epic. But so, did you have a name for the first cocktail that? And Andrew made custom cocktails as part of our um, drinks tonight, which have been beautiful, and they're all been, they're spooky themed. So well, it needs to be spooky. Like, yeah, the, the thing is, is that when you get into your mid-adult age unless we're gonna live till we're 120 like that's our potential outcome given the fact that statistics are showing people are living longer already we need to enjoy spooky season because mm-hmm. like enjoy it while we can yeah and i think there's like a certain level of people who view like tiktok and pinterest and all these things is like oh that's rubbish and i think that's like our mm-hmm. our parents in a way like yeah they enjoyed doing those things like halloween and stuff when we were kids because it was part of tradition Mm -hmm. and then we grow up as adults and we're like okay like do we get to be a part of that if we're childless like you know what i mean absolutely and like 
they so know we, that it's a big uh, nostalgia thing. Yeah. And it's a big capitalism money making thing yeah. as well. I mentioned that like in the the, the um, Y2K episode we were talking about. It was like very much that time of um, that we are remembering now as millennials. People are capitalizing on that now yep. a lot. Yep. No, it's perfect. But, but we like it. We want sometimes. We, <laughs> we, like it, sometimes we want that. It's and there's things that like for instance like um, company that's been around for a long time, which I appreciate is the Bulk Barn because it does yeah, offer the opportunity bar, for gear, gear, gear. purchasing the amount your eyes want. Basically, <laughs> like sometimes more. Yeah, sometimes more because you a good can deal. view it as like a good deal, and you're gonna yeah. you're gonna enjoy it later. But it's at a great price, mm-hmm. so that's why all of the little like gummies and stuff are from the Bulk Barn, and like all the foods I got. At the grocery store, I don't know. It's all good except the chocolate, like the witch's fingers and the cat. Oh yeah, we gotta we gotta turn it around and show this beautiful charcuterie board, the charcuterie board that we have this evening. Let's just uh, turn this around a little bit to show everybody a few of the things we have on it. Such a spooky board, shark, shark, spookery board. <laughs> There's uh, some cookies, we've got crackers, cheese, grapes, and of course the witch's fingers and the chocolate kitte. Oh look, it looks just like you. There. <laughs> <laughs> so beautiful. Thank you so much again for making this. This is fantastic. Of and I'll start digging into that in a second. With the zombie, those sorry, the booberry and the count chocolate cookies. Yeah, for the see, win. it's just oh, and like they yeah. apparently they taste like oh, the yeah. booberry tastes like berry, and count chocolate tastes like chocolate. Nice. Oh, and uh, let's cheers. <coughs> cheers. <coughs> Before oh I yeah, sorry. So the drink to death, I'll the drink name for the first one. Oh yeah, was child's blood. Child's blood. <laughs> oh god. The perfect drink for which? <laughs> well, because it contained the mm, eyeball delicious. and the brain and like the red blood dripping down the martini glass. Mm-hmm. And then this one is just witch swamp or swamp witch. Ooh, beautiful. I think swamp witch. And it's got... It's got the frog uh, and the worm. And uh, I didn't notice this or, or I, I, realized, I thought that right at the bottom of the glass that big part is like another gummy, but it's actually, like you said, it's built into the glass. It's like a witch's hat. Yeah underwater with a spider on it that's like built into the glass and then there's some gummies inside yeah i I appreciate glass work like that that's interesting stuff Mm. and then yeah then the worms at the bottom are not confused (laughs) with the with the uh, edible glitter as well yeah oh and yes the dust delicious oh that's good (laughs) that's a dangerous um, beverage it's delicious. Mm-hmm. So what's our topic? Well, actually, so yeah. wait, first off, I'm a cat. I'm a cat. Are you? <laughs> I'm a cat. I'm a cat. Uh, I'm a cat, duh. In case you didn't know, I am dressed like a cat tonight. <laughs> you want to show off your tail? It's there. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Are you like Eartha Kitt, Catwoman? Are you like... I, yeah, no, I'm... Okay, so I'm Eartha Kitt. Are you like Gigi... From Kiki's Delivery Service? Are you Salem from Sabrina? Okay, so originally it was Salem, then there was oh, okay. Luna. Oh, right, of course, Luna. Then there was 
shit, the cat from Hocus Pocus, whose name always leaves my mind. I didn't write it down. I didn't focus as much on the cats. I, I wrote down a couple of the iconic cat or like familiar pairings, but not all of them. Because I focus more on like. Well, the they don't have is. much influence. But, yeah. I just think there were certain cats, like Salem, that had kind of an importance, but they were always relevant surrounding mm-hmm. pop culture y witches. <laughs> but what are you dressed as, Marie? And today I am dressed as Rochelle from The Craft. As you may remember, this uh, very iconic witch movie from the 90s that if you grew up around my time, basically uh, everyone my age wanted to be their own little like witchy, like bad bitch coven and... Um, Craft was epic. Yeah, the craft was. It's, it was. It's such a corny movie in hindsight, but it's also like just such a an interesting modern take on witchcraft and like the aesthetic and the soundtrack was very like. Oh, I get to be like this edgy like modern witch aesthetic, mm-hmm. and the kind of like mm-hmm. it helped to um, reignite this interest in witchcraft because like that. It also led to a lot of um, people, you know, going online, going to the library, like actually doing research on it as well as just having the aesthetic. I think that was kind of like the time of the big resurgence in like Wicca paganism. Oh, you know, well, that's for me, that was where uh, dollar stores became very, uh, a part of my life in a way was because I had watched the craft. I had already been a big fan of Hocus Pocus and then when I really, like, ended up meeting certain people who also were big on these things, we formed our own little group, like, mm-hmm. and there was four of us, and we looked at it as, like, earth, wind, air, and fire, and, like, we went to the dollar the store, and they had those, like, specific candles made. Yeah, we used to go and be, it was... There was, like, so many, like, little metaphysical shops and stuff that opened up too because of that being popular yeah of witchcraft being a thing and wizardry and well we were prior to harry potter but there was like green earth was one of the ones that was like a very in the mall like commercial one are you trying to get one of the vodka things i might be (laughs) (laughs) i got it (laughs) it's potent it was sitting in like vodka for 30 30 hours 30 hours? Oh, God. Yep. Yeah, it was. Yes, it was. That's a very good spell. Very effective. All right. You gotta make a fun witch drink. (laughs) That leads us to, I guess, our topic for this week, which is witches in popular culture. (laughs) Witches. Witches. Bad witches. Bad witch alert. (laughs) Witches and their familiars, and you know the. Um, we'll do a little talk about the history of witches and witchcraft. Then we'll go into some of the depictions of witches that we know from movies, TV shows, books, video games, etc., and kind of give our like top picks. I, I suppose Hopefully. you could say. Things will be getting potentially more or less lucid as the as the time goes on. Yeah, we have we've already had, as I said, like one cocktail. We've we've you know smoked a little bit. Uh, we're about to fuck up this 
charcuterie. charcuterie. Yeah, maybe I should do that. Maybe and uh, yeah, we'll get some food in us while we used to start discussing. Now, we both have notes prepared. So well, I don't have a notebook. It's all in my um, head. All up here. <laughs> I do not trust my brain that much. And in the interest of staying on topic somewhat, I made a bunch of notes. We'll, we'll be so, doing some, some snack ASMR as mm-hmm. we discussed. Um, so I was going to um, suggest that we start off with the definition of witches and witchcraft um, to, come, or to, set, to set, set things off. Yeah. Um, should I start? Should you start? You go for that. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So basically, we were having a little like pre-video discussion to sort of plan on what we were going to talk about and everything. And kind of have this little brief talk about what is what is a witch, what is witchcraft, like, and then the certain types of things that we're just going to touch on in terms of what's important to note what an actual witch has kind of been historically and socially versus kind of what we see in pop culture may or may not be the same. And... Well, That's a really kind good of, way to put it. Yeah, we'll, we'll look at that. We'll, we'll look at the places where they're similar and where they're very different. Because there's, like, of course, um, a lot of historical persecution and um, misunderstandings about what a witch, per se, is, I think. And, and, like, what witchcraft is and isn't, and, like, who has issues with what, what that means. And, and how far is it actually extended? Yeah. From the word itself to actual, like, mm-hmm. groups of people. Yeah. And, like, creating that narrative. Historically, which has generally been used to describe a woman, uh, someone who is female or identifies as a woman, um, although men, like, more in modern t- times have used that term to refer to themselves, but which is again kind of gone from an almost pejorative term to uh, something that people use as just a way to describe themselves or describe someone as a practitioner of witchcraft or a believer of pagan style belief system or like a magical spiritual based belief system that's not any of like the major religions is generally what people would historically refer to as a witch. And we'll talk more about, like, the, the women-specific aspect of it as we talk about, like, historical persecution, because that came up a lot in Christianity. Um, witches were thought to have magic powers, to be evil, uh, gen- like, more or less the, po- the position of a witch being something positive, again, came more in the modern era. But... The more evil you were, the more powerful you were thought to be. And they're popularly depicted with varying degrees of, like, ugly physical features, um, living isolated from society, and wearing different um, indicators of being a witch, such as a cloak, pointy hat, carrying a broomstick, (laughs) etc. Some of these things are rooted in actual historical things but other things are also completely made up or in the case of pop culture they've been played up for sort of theatrical effect a lot of times um speaking of theatrical i'll just i'll touch on the fact that like 
the archetype of the witch has been used a lot in Greek mythology. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, the, especially like the trio or like group of witches, like the coven, yeah. I suppose you Usually could say. It was coven. And it, it was um, started off a lot as like what we would consider the fates or, or called the Stygian witches, which is a group of three witches who represent like the past, present, and future. Mm -hmm. And that together as a collective, they are a very powerful unit. Um, and they come up in both like older theatrical and mytho mythological stories as well as like Shakespeare. We see them in like a lot of different pop culture um, iterations as well. Well, even there's a kind of a hint at it with Sleeping Beauty. Oh yeah, like if you consider the um, the group of like the fairies, mm -hmm. um, it's really taking part. Their guardians, from or guardians the past there to to create that storyline. Yeah. As like the group of three, and each of them have their own sort of like strengths and weaknesses in yep. terms of powers and like how to guide using both magic and like real world. Well, then, and also Hocus Pocus, like and the yeah, power of threes. Hocus Pocus. So essentially, um, it's it's uh, synonymous with a woman, as we said. And to have some sort of powers that they'll use to either help or harm people, you never really know. And most of the time, people assumed it was to harm people. Or had some kind of, like, satanic or not religious um, element to it and was therefore bad. Or so, a different belief system, or you just yeah. were ugly. Like, <laughs> like, you were well, just an ugly as woman. As we said, a lot of times, focus on that witches stuff. were called witches because they were very beautiful. And they were said that because of that, they would bewitch people, aka men, a lot of the time. And they were basically they were basically haters who were like, "They're a witch because they're hotter than You're me." Fucking hot, and people are attracted to you. Like that would happen. A oh, man, that's interesting. There's a there's an example. I didn't know that. I, there's an example I, I wrote it was down like right crazy here. Crazy looking women. You, were... you you see that in a lot of artwork where it's like depicting witches as like fully naked and like dancing in the in the forest under the full I moon have, or riding yeah. around on broomsticks and they're usually pretty hot so we have that as an example and then i also actually in scottish um lore robbie burns has a poem uh called the tam shanter and it talks about this tam guy wears the tam shanter and he's like wandering okay. through the woods and comes across a group of witches in the forest dancing around and they're wearing like very skimpy outfits and they're I so attractive that he like calls out to them and he's like yeah you look hot like basically the equivalent of like yelling out to them saying they look hot yeah but then because they they see him they like get angry and like chase him out of the forest so a lot of a lot of historical things depict witches as also being shapeshifters so they have the choice and ability to be hot or ugly like generally, they're that's true right. Too. You know, like that's their true, true form is a more like ugly the hag, but they can decide to shapeshift into whatever they want. But that storyline, right? So that's kind of yeah. you know, in itself the, is just what people are. Mm -hmm. Depends <laughs> on their level, I guess, of From, powers. Yeah, and as we said, it seems to be that the more evil or like not benevolent they are, the more the higher level of powers they have, so the better ability they'd have to shapeshift and turn into different things. Yeah. So Excuse me. There's that too. They can decide whether they're hot or ugly, whatever they want, right? 
I think that also, with their, like as I mentioned, the different names for which we've got sorcerer or sorceress, enchantress, crone, hag, siren. Would genie queen. fall under that? Possibly. I mean, from a pop culture Although, standpoint, I would, like I drew I would genie. say genie's more of like a supernatural being than a actual person who happens to have magic powers. Those are two different things. A genie or a jinn is a not is a non-human entity. I think that lives in the lamp or lives, <laughs> lives within a something, right? Or like is from the under from another dimension or world. Whereas a witch is like a person, but happens to maybe. Wait, did I dream of genie? Does she live in a lamp? Yeah, she lives she in did? like a bottle lamp thing. Oh shit! But she's like personified as a person. So she like I'm sure like her actual form is is like a, again a shape shifting thing. Like, whatever her powers are, right? Whereas, um, I have that as an example, though. There is Bewitched, which is, like... Bewitched was a great show. Which is about um, Samantha Stevens, the um, inherited witch powers, and has married a mortal, and has to now live between the human world and her world of, like, having powers and dealing with, like, her witch family and reconciling that. Trying to do things as much as possible without her powers, but, like, always ending up using them. Her comedic effect by wiggling her nose. See, the thing is, is that it was... Okay, this is just my childhood, I guess. I paid less attention to, like, storylines and everything. For me, it was, like, the little effects that they would use and the Mm -hmm. outfits and then the animation for the opening. Oh, yeah, that animation's great. Yeah. on the broom. Yeah. Like, I love the artist Shag, who's current... Um, cause he takes on that like retro fifties, forties kind of vibe with his paintings, even going into the sixties. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. I just appreciate that look that Bewitched had nothing, like nothing in my life <laughs> to be a show that I would actually watch. Um, my mom really likes it. I remember there she was in like her bewitched moment. Yeah, and, so did mine. My mom loved it. Every single episode, so I ended up watching every single episode of Bewitched basically in a row <laughs> with her. But did your mom watch it like when she was younger? And then yeah, it was on when she was younger too. Yeah, right? that's so, my mom too. Yeah, but yeah, my mom's into like a bunch of the old school shows. So there was also um, depictions of witches. Um, also, I can't pick up one of my worms. I know, I keep trying to, like, it's like a little fishing expedition. I like that you made the drink interactive. I really appreciate that, especially... Trying to get the worm around the fucking Especially because I'm a little bit stoned right now. I really appreciate this. It's like a little fishing game. I think I chopped... Oh, no, I didn't chop it in half. Oh, Um, it just fell apart. So, a lot of, actually, what I looked up in terms of witches is... It was really associated with women who had knowledge of things, and people didn't like when women had knowledge of things yeah. at many points in history, therefore they were called out as being witches, just because they knew shit, like being able to read, do sure. math. Sorry, that's a lot of vodka in that worm. <laughs> and a lot of, like, in that worm, it's like the tequila worm. You, you turned it into, like, a nice fermented little tree. I put it in, like, a small container oh. of vodka. Here we fucking go, guys. I can't stab mine, so I'm just going to have to wait till the, for the payoff at the well, end. Well, no, I did this. I used the spoon side. Mm-hmm. The little paddle side. Sorry, Fruit. No, these are Dollarama. <laughs> they look um, like little canoe paddles. A lot of times, witches um, were known for running breweries. 
and um, the outfits they wore and the symbols that they used on like their signs and just like certain activities because in a brewery you stir things in big pots and then you have a whole in the wall old school of method especially <laughs> you've got a bunch of different bottles of things <laughs> you're wow, like you have to have a knowledge of basically basic uh, sort of maybe they would, didn't call it that at the time but some kind of like bio, biological chemi- chemistry scientific knowledge of what you're doing to make wine and beer true um any woman that like had had wait some is this kind all of, real this is all real this is all should i look okay. up okay <laughs> because it sounds so, so far and for all of these now. reasons people might call you out <laughs> as being witch mm, women who sense. had knowledge of different herbal remedies and met and were nurses and have like medicinal knowledge I, that I knew, but I didn't know about the whole, like, brewery thing. That's yeah, actually, that's an interesting one that I looked up to. That is interesting. So, that's a big issue. Like, because witch, the old term for witch just means wise. Makes so sense. So, it's, it, it's a synonymous with women who had wisdom that uh, generally threatened a lot of people. And, there, and it gave people some kind of excuse to attach it to something like they're against God or it's demonic or they, they were using it for bad, for bad things. Whether or not there's any proof that they even had magical powers, which generally was not the case. Or as yeah. I said, like people felt they, they were threatening like their marriage or whatever. Um, things like that. If someone just randomly started getting sick or like someone's crops or like livestock started dying and they needed someone to blame, they just point at someone and be like, which it's so crazy you know? that we live in a world where there's social media now and, like, phones just in our hands in general. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, the foundation of which still continues. Like, yeah. there was, at a point, and I remember being at Dolly's, like, yep. pops yeah. that were related to your, like, backstory or, like, who you are as a person. And what shows impacted you? Mm, so I have, have one for like, like every fandom. Yeah. So I have yeah. I and for me, I'm I'm I recognize that I appreciated a lot of really different shows. Mm-hmm. Actually, I should grab some stuff so you can see it. Have but witchy Funkos. I have the yeah the three yeah. from Hocus Pocus. I have Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion. <laughs> <laughs> I have Daria. Fuck yeah. I have Homer Simpson in a Moo Moo. <laughs> oh. I have oh, RuPaul. And uh, Parks and Recreation, Leslie Nope. Like, I've collected a lot of, like, the ones that resonate with shows that are, like, all these female characters. But the best thing I have in my closet that I can relate to witches is I have a $300 um, fashion doll of Ursula and Cruella DeVille. Oh, fuck. And yeah, Ursula's on my list in a special category, which goes with it? this drink, actually. The Sea Witch. Do you want to see it? Swamp Witch, Sea Witch. Swamp Witch, Sea Witch. But should I get it? Yes, yes, you should. Okay. Okay, I'll, I'll wait here. <laughs> we'll talk about some stuff, at least while we're here. Let's continue on with a few different things that I learned about witches in society. Oh, I Excuse won't be me. that long. Quickly. Just, like, talk about Ursula um, for a sec. Okay, I can talk about Ursula specifically. So, 
obviously, as you know, Ursula is the octopus, squid, kraken-like sea witch character from The Little Mermaid. Now, was not always portrayed like that. That's a specific choice by Disney. I believe that Disney villains... And uh, we did put a lot of the witch villains of Disney on our list that we're going to talk about tonight for you the, did like, mention the divine, right? I mentioned divine. Divine's a witch. No, divine. Like oh, divine. And Ursula is based on divine. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I did not mention that, but oh, okay. uh, divine, the drag queen, as some of you may know, who was in the John Waters movie Pink Flamingos, famously, yeah, a couple um, and a couple other ones. Uh, but famously, Pink Flamingos, uh, where they are depicted numbing on some food. Look at the packaging, though. But yeah, the packaging, though, we have <laughs> Ursula as a like fan- fabulous, stylish, getting her pageant realness, see, which. So we're going to do a big reveal on the box. Do you want to lift the lid off while I hold it in front of the camera so yeah. I can get the good reveal? That good reveal. Already pay attention to her silhouette, Ooh. though. Ooh. They made her skinny. You all gonna see this shape? They made her skinny. Oh, they gave her snatch, though. <laughs> oh! Yes. Yes. Touch all these tentacles, honey. Yeah. Fabulous. What do you think, though? The updo. The, the face is beat. The face do be beat. She looks fantastic. Never looked better. And she has, of course, her statement necklace, the shell of voice stealing. But they're also, like, numbered on the back and everything. That's the crazy part. Oh, yeah. So there is a, there's 13,000 of these made, I guess it says here. Yeah. And there is a number on the back, as you can see, possibly not, <laughs> that will tell you the lot number of, oh, and, there, and then inside there was, like, a little card insert as well beautiful beautiful little case that it's in okay i know cruella isn't girl is looking good cruella isn't a witch but do you want to see what they did to cruella because that's pretty different for ursula so we're gonna look at cruella as well cruella's insane cruella is just a sociopath i think you like daphne guinness daphne guinness uh what was she on again she's not on she was a david lachapelle model she was a model. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, she's got the big black and white hair. She was actually on the first oh, episode okay. of the new season of Drag Race. Yeah. I see. Okay, so this is supposed to go over top, and then this is supposed to go back on. Eh, you um, don't have to do all that. So Ursula represents the uh, example of the opportunistic witch, possibly with a vendetta, as is alluded to against Triton in the movie, and that whole thing. And, uh... Oh, you're going all out of your way. She essentially takes advantage of Ariel's situation in which she has a love interest to, um, take the one thing that Ariel used to get that love interest herself in the first place, which is arguably a power of hers, her voice, captures it in the necklace. Uh, Ursula also has, as we said, the ability to shapeshift, she uses the combination of shape-shifting and the uh, stealing of Ariel's voice to then take the love interest for herself through a, a hypnotic sort of spell that she casts on him, 
uh, which doesn't end up working out. She then turns into giant woman, Kraken witch, Kraken witch. creature that they have to then slay. I believe they like impale her with a boat or something to kill her in the end. Yeah, but uh, sure. yeah, she ends up she ends up dying. So that's a example of the them having a shared foe in the form of a very powerful witch of the sea. Uh, again, very based in like mythology. It, it's originally based on Hans Christian Andersen's yes. Little Mermaid, uh, which the ending of is extremely different from the Disney movie. There's a lot more action happening in that, and it's a much happier ending, whereas the original. Movie but the was bad part is, is it's based off of a drag queen. Yes, as well. And it's like showing the patriarch of like we have to murder this like magical yeah. human being. Who we're associating feels lower in the world and yeah, like we're associating <laughs> uh, we're associating the villain with both a witch as well as a gay coded, queer coded, yeah, uh, and kind of a not white coded character, yeah. <laughs> um, that you know we have to acknowledge that as well. Which a lot of uh, as I mentioned in the beginning, witchcraft was essentially used to describe a lot of the time indigenous spiritual and religious beliefs that were suppressed because they were not part of like again the big religions of the time so anything that went against that in terms of both indigenous beliefs and anything to do with like uh gambling divination all that kind of stuff was essentially considered witchcraft and therefore not allowed and considered uh, only witches did that stuff if you were found with any of that stuff on you, you were, like, evil. If you were out of norm from society, and and that's why there was the whole, like, mm-hmm. look out for danger and stranger and all of that stuff. Like, it was really... <laughs> Don't follow the trail of cookie crumbs, Hansel yeah. and Gretel, which will come <laughs> eat you. Because witches love eating children. Yeah, and it, but, like, it was always a big thing in society that created the monster of, like... <laughs> Be careful of anybody. Like, anybody can get you. Did you have a berry one, or what? which one was that? Come and show the Krala. Okay, this is the other one. So, obviously, Krala's not a witch, but we're going to show... Oh, damn, she's looking good. Isn't that cool? It's giving... Um... Oh, what's her name? It's Joanna Lumley. Uh, there is a level of Joanna Lumley. I, I see it from uh, Abfab. It's giving um, high-status high cunt. Got that long cigarette holder. You're peeping that on the side there. Yes, Disney authorized a cigarette as part of the doll's aesthetic. Well, that's what I was about to make a comment on, was just the mere fact that it's like, kids were not collecting these. They, were, they authorized I mean, I was probably a like clear 20, reference 20. to dead animal tales as part of the aesthetic. <laughs> a full fur moment. A faux fur moment. But let's be real here. Uh, Ursula... She made looked good, honestly, and they even made... Yeah, and then they... they her and Ursula are twinning. When Ursula should be way ticker. Corella, I can understand. She's chain smokes. She, she is just skeletal. All she does is drink puppy blood. And, and, uh, and like, champagne. And, and probably smokes and does a lot of coke, I'm assuming. So, yeah. it, it makes sense that she's thin. But Ursula, she's down in the bottom of the ocean. She got that good diet. She's eating all the <laughs> all the fish down there, occasional humans. But then and their me, mermaids. Okay, let me say this though. That they sign bad you... contracts. She's like, mm, nom nom nom. Too bad. Time <laughs> to collect. 
Mm, and then eats them. But that tells you. Okay, so on topic. Getting back Why the fuck, as a gay man, am I buying these things? It's because I have an appreciation for this, like, evil level of person. And I'm not saying I'm evil, because I'm not. But I think that a lot of people, you the know... The big people just don't have the looks, okay? They're not serving the looks <laughs> like, these, like these ladies are. I don't maybe, think... <laughs> maybe get your shit together. Because who else is on our list of Disney witches who have fucking wicked style? The evil queen from the Wicked Queen from Snow White, as, as you and, and as we mentioned, there is the ability to change into both the like fucking se- serious, severely hot Wicked Queen and the old like the transition witchy, yeah. witchy yeah. like crone lady. We have Maleficent, actually a, a moment. How and, and Angelina Jolie, especially as Maleficent, like just. For the record, those are those were also dolls from this fashion collection, mm. and they are incredible. I also wrote down technically the Enchantress from Beauty and the Beast, but we only really like nah. referenced in the beginning. Um, Madu- what were, wait, what were we watching earlier? Oh, Practical Magic. Practical Magic. So that was on my list of like sort of nineties esque witchy aesthetic movies um we can start talking about practical magic because it's a great movie um follows the upbringing of sally and jillian who are two sisters who grew up in a magical uh, descended house sandra bullock and nicole kidman Played by sandra <laughs> and, yes. and um they also have the two iconic aunts Fernie and jet played by stalker channing and, uh, what was her, Diana, oh, Wysa, I think was her name, was her last name. So, um, they also have, uh, two, uh, Sally has two children that she has with a non-magical guy who it's predicted she will get with, but they won't last because he'll reach, like, a tragic end, which does end up happening. Meanwhile, her sister... While Sally's being, like, the housewife, like, mom and, you know, mother and everything. The sister's out, like, living the wild life. She meets a not-so-great guy and gets into an abusive relationship. But gets through it through through the knowledge of, like, some of her magical powers, which she uses on the guy. So then they both meet back together, and then the movie takes kind of a dark turn. I was joking that it might apply as a true crime. Uh, (laughs) We have them eyeing that cheesy popcorn. It looks good. Oh, Thank you for great. bringing out the dolls. The dolls. The dolls. Well, no. But the witchy dolls. The dolls. Get of the dolls. <laughs> um, so there was also um, an amazing soundtrack. And as you described it, a Gilmore Girls it's aesthetic. It's so fucking Gilmore Girls. Which is true. They live in like a small town. And what did I say? It was 1997, I think? It was like, yeah, it was not, yeah, 97, 98 when this came out. Did so, we end up looking up the Gilmore Girls? Gilmore Girls, I want to say, came out around the same time. Um, yeah, maybe. Because Gilmore Girls has like nine or ten seasons, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I think. Gilmore Girls. It started in... Two, oh, it actually... Oh, no, that was the final episode date, sorry. Actually, it started in 2000. So it was actually an early, early to mid-2000 show. So when the show jumped the shark, 
<laughs> this movie came out because they were like, let's incorporate witches. No, because then this and came out before TV that. Drama. This came out a few years before that, didn't it? Practical Magic, we said? In you said that came out in 2000. Yeah. Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls, yeah. Okay. And then the movie Practical Magic, I think I said it came out in 2000 and... Oh, I thought we said it came out in the 90s. Out, maybe it was the 90s. I thought it was. Yeah, it's from 98. Yeah. Only by a couple of years. But I do... I see the similarities. Well, we now know We got, like, the nosy community. <laughs> we got, like... Except Gilmore Girls never had any, like, murder. Again, best part of that entire movie is when... Um, Nicole Kidman comes home and she's like oh we'll fix your bruise and then oh, the yeah. other yeah, witch woman is like let's, let's have some brownies for breakfast Yeah, and there's it's totally the mere fact that they're talking about special brownies yeah, let's get you higher than let's get you higher than giraffe titties right now girl after being hit in the face by your ex but you higher than eating equal coochie <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then they have midnight margaritas. These drinks. They get they, those ants. They know how to get shit popping, good popping. <laughs> Except they didn't know they were giving them like the possessed demon whiskey or tequila. Or oh yeah, when they made margaritas at night, they made the. Tequila. See, that's the most Gilmore Girls um, moment. The Gilmore Girls moment. It was when they're coming really down the stairs and then they start. The Gilmore Girls didn't on. really have the, much of the drinking and the drugs part. But True. <laughs> although for most of the show, Rory was by U.S. law not allowed to drink, so they didn't show that too much. Plus, she was a very like goody-goody type. It wasn't like the fact that oh. they were drinking or drugs. I'm talking about the mere fact that it was like one of those like ah moments. Like we're having oh, yeah, fun. Like, oh, we're shit. Having <laughs> and then a song oh, starts yeah. fucking playing, and it's usually like upbeat. Yeah, like, until I'm, they're I'm like, pretty sure I've seen a like, scene wait where they're a damn just minute. Uh, Where the fuck did you get that bottle? <laughs> Someone left it on the porch! <laughs> oh, hell no, no, they did not! <laughs> she, like, she fucking beats it into the sink. <laughs> uh, oh, that movie good is times. good. Good times. So... That is kind of where our, like, generation got sort of the witchy aesthetic from, like, movies True, like that. True, but we have to talk about your outfit on the mere fact that The Craft is the movie that turned things yeah, a different way. Yeah, the movie really turned that around in terms of um, making witchcraft ex- accessible to, like, the Gen X and millennial generation. Yeah, which fucked with parents. Which, yeah. I mean, my mom was a little concerned, but she also was like, well... It's it, uh, like you're kind of just wanting to learn about a different, like, spiritual path. You're still going to church, so I don't really care. So she let me, like, go to the library and check out all the witchcraft books. That mm-hmm. is when I could, because they were already checked out by literally everyone else in Burlington at all times for, like, the two years after that fucking movie came out. <laughs> I swear. But also, at the same point, though, Thinking outside of you, yourself and myself, there were kids that were really into Dungeons and Dragons and witches. Yeah. So to like go back on the topics of your Dungeons and Dragons episode, um, I feel like a lot of nerds have a lot of overlapping interests. 
Yeah, like and that, I, but it also like concludes I mean? for like, a lot of parents thing. like that kid is fucking weird. <laughs> like, do not trust that kid. That kid is the devil. Like, I think that's where words like that have come. Not maybe Whereas today, are usually, but like, in the, the most back harmless kind of, yeah. kids. Yeah, the most lonely of harmless kids who have interests. Your kid wants to like <laughs> research the history of witchcraft and like LARP being a witch. And they're not really doing any anything yeah, bad, like literally harmless children. Why question? <laughs> like it's Let that's them do what, what they want to yeah. do. It's it's amusing. To it's me. literally a lot of the same ritual stuff that people at church do. So I find that very funny. Also interesting, for sure. You know what's wrong with someone else doing it in a different way? Can I talk about something? Um, yeah, the I'm craft. Go to the bathroom. So the craft, <laughs> and so there's two there's two craft movies. Um, we're still within the 90s now. So The Craft, um, I believe, came out around the same time as Practical Magic. I'm going to double check that. 1996. Came out in 1996. And there's a second movie that came out a little bit more recently called The Craft Legacy, which follows some of the descendants of the original Craft movie. So, in the original movie, it uh, focuses on this one teenager, Sarah, played by Robin Tunney, and she gets transferred to a new school. There's some sort of traumatic sort of thing that happens in her life that causes this move, and when she comes to the new school, she isn't really accepted, and she's kind of seen as a loser, and she befriends these other three girls at her school who she comes to find out are witches who are part of a coven. Now, Sarah is sort of aware that she already has some powers that she doesn't really understand or know how to exactly control just yet. And she's made this offer by these other three girls to join their group. And through that, they realize that they have a, a combined uh, abilities that are a lot more powerful than if they are alone. So they continue, you know, doing little fun magical experiments with their newfound powers um, until some real world consequences start happening with some more serious spells that they start casting. In the beginning, it turns out to be very positive, but also with a bit of a not so great spin on the on the spells. And then there's also kind of a running thing where they a lot a couple of them want to get revenge on a few people at their high school um like a lot of a couple of the high school bullies in the movie get revenge on um put towards them in the form of spells as part of this coven uh and then it kind of starts getting a little bit too serious and then there's sort of a, a disconnect between the group where it's sort of a couple of them versus each other uh it, it goes back to sort of the uh, conversation we were having before about whether you're using your powers for good or bad or for personal gain or you have to think about, like, the bigger picture. And, of course, they're all teenagers, right? So they're navigating, like, both get dealing with all these social situations and family situations at school, at home, and also dealing with having powers. And they look super cool because it's a 90s aesthetic, so they're all dressed in these, like, kind of pseudo-Catholic schoolgirl, like, witchy, goth 
sort of like there was something to idol yeah like if you were (laughs) just understand back then you wanted to look like this this group of girls like that's it was just well and there was so much thought put into it right like there was clearly they collected data and understood what the audience wanted yeah there was like the the, the, different sort of (laughs) take on the same look for different people in in real life to that like they can associate with you yeah. know, like your spice girls sort of clueless. idea right or like clueless there's yeah. like your three or four different there was certain girls that are all the same but they there's like a slightly different version for everybody. no doubt tlc like TLC. they all brought something to yeah, the table that was there was a little bit of an groups. outlandish fashion with it yeah and that's what certain like even with um ugh, I always forget the name of this movie. What were we watching? Oh, Practical Magic. <laughs> Practical Magic. Like, yes. even with the aesthetic that when that movie came out, she's wearing, like, the slip dress that's, like, crushed velvet. She's got oh, the so blackout good. sunglasses. So good. Like, so good. there's a level... And, like, even Sandra Bullock's character, like, they're really pushing... Well, Luxottica, oh. the eyeglass brand, that's is literally good. pushing um, eyewear. The glasses. Yes. And you know what's really what really sucks is that I just realized now that we're recording, I forgot to prep the sign. I didn't bring the sign with me this week, and I forgot to prep a backup one. That's okay. Um, I wanted it to say, "We are the weirdos, Mister," in reference to the craft, because in the movie they get off a bus in the middle of nowhere, and the bus driver says, "Watch out for those weirdos, ladies." And they are do this like super cool uh, quotable line. We are the weirdos, Mister. And then like the bus closes. Epic. Very very important line. Also, the scene where Nancy fucking flips out at the house party is very iconic too. When she like yeets that kid mm. out the window. That's something I wanted to touch on. Was that like Nancy? Um, played by Feruza Balk, iconic. In both that movie But and that's the thing. Feruza both like, mm. why are they not casting women like her anymore? Mm. Like, give me that person that's got the give me evil that look. Like, give me that can, Jennifer Tilly. Yeah. Like, hey, where, where are Chucky. they? Where are mm. they? Give me those why little goth girlies. Yeah. Where are they? Big titty goth GFs. Where are you at? Do you get me, though? Yeah. You agree? Because, like, they're all, yeah, they're all, I mean, okay, I'll give it up to Zendaya. I like Zendaya as, like, her ability to, like, get deep in her character, mm-hmm. whoever she's playing. But, like, where, who else? Who else is out there right now that's Margot Robbie? I will give her that, too. Um, Are they all witches? But they don't... Just, like, almost revealed so much ass there. Sorry, <laughs> Are they all... Are they all... I'm sitting, like... There's no one Revealing else my bisexuality. I can't fucking sit properly on this goddamn couch. It's leather. Just sit like a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> what can you do? Just sit... Leather. Perch, I'm perched like Tom... Perched like Tom Cruise. Like, like he's gonna jump off the couch, like, on Oprah. So does that mean I'm Oprah? So you're the cat, actually. You do it more than me. Look under your seats, everybody. It's witchcraft. Look under your seats. That was witchcraft. You get a spell. Then you get a spell. (laughs) No, but let's think about that. Oprah having the ability to be like, (laughs) you have a car. Like, 
That was like 90s witchcraft in human form. Like, it's being just. Ta-da! You came to the Oprah show first. You paid fifty one dollars, and now you're gonna. Record. Maybe Oprah is low key magical, and she she got all this shit. She's that magical with a budget, life, right? She's magical with that money. <laughs> now, that again, this whole even in history, there there are a lot of people who are haters on women for the ability to have their own income. Mm-hmm. And be independently wealthy, be able to make their own decisions in society, live apart from society if they wanted to, was seen sometimes as witchcraft. Um, there was uh, okay. Let's go back to some of the. Um, let, I mean, let, let's go through some of like the top ten pop culture, which is I guess. And just looking at the time here, we're almost at an hour, so we've actually got like a lot of time to go through shit. But wow. um, yeah. We can go through any um, special shout-outs you want to do for, like, your favorite witches, for favorite catos, possibly. Shout-out to Sarah Jessica Parker for... Okay, yeah. I don't know. Sarah Sanderson? Mm-hmm. But, like, she, she created... She, she, she thirsty? Well, no, it's it's interesting because it's like... She wants to eat some children, but also how was life? Yeah, she was a hoe. You know? And you I can, think that was... You can have both. You can have it all. But it was like, yo, this is a children's movie, and this woman is like full <laughs> grown <laughs> And I understood <laughs> as a kid. I'm like, get it. And I'm a gay man. Yeah, so it was yeah, like, like... Oh, man, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And now I look at my life as an adult and I'm like, that was probably not someone I should have actually looked up to. But I did. Foreshadowing her role on The foreshadowing. Yeah, I know. And like I told you earlier today, I couldn't, like when I watched Sex in the City, had no, no like understanding that those were the two same people. Like, couldn't see it at all. What's that thing? It's like it... You're still trying to grab one. There's one left down there. <laughs> and it's fully saturated. Very good. Mm. They were really strong. I'm so sorry. The forbidden I've bell. never... See, that was the thing. I've never actually, like... I was looking up cocktails that you could make. And <laughs> it was like, infuse some gummy bears with vodka. I was like, I can do that. So I did. I think it was just some. It was a good, tasteful amount. <laughs> Just enough to get you a little bit fucked up, but not too I'm much. I'm pretty fucked up. Yeah. Like, I'm... Well, I'm kind of a lightweight. I won't, like, fall asleep or anything, but I will definitely, like, talk. <laughs> the cat is like, have more. It's dark chocolate. Yeah. It's good for you. It's healthy. It will. It's a health product. to wash my hands, because I just lick every finger. It's healthy. I'm not going to be that Maybe in, like, half an hour, we'll take a little break. I might want to pop outside for another treato, another spooky treato, another marijuana treato. Wait, what? Maybe pop outside in half an hour for a little treato. A treato? Mm-hmm. Did someone say treat me? Yeah, meow, meow, meow. Have some catnip, perhaps <laughs> a little catnip later in half an hour. <laughs> kitty, kitty, come on. Have some weed. <laughs> <laughs> I love catnip. Catnip, human catnip, for humans. 
<laughs> so have you watched Hocus Pocus 2 yet? I have not. You've kept it off the list. I kept it off the list. Purely because of what's it I also have not rewatched any of the Harry Potter stuff. You know, I never got reason. into Harry Potter. I used to be really into it. Did but you? now I'm kind of like, meh. No. And... It was, well, I think it had a lot to do with the fact that when I wear glasses, that, that as a kid, people were calling me Harry Potter. But... Aside from that... I wore Harry Potter style glasses before Harry Potter was a thing, and by the time I wore glasses that <laughs> anyone were, could remember, <laughs> I looked like Rivers Cuomo from Weezer instead, so... That was a thing. Then I just stopped wearing glasses. Altogether. So again, okay, let's talk about some, like, super iconic ones. First on the list, obviously, Wizard of Oz. Can't, mm, can't have true. a discussion about the pop culture witch without talking about the Wizard of Oz. It's my... Okay, I know, I said half an hour. The infamous. <laughs> For turn of the alarm. <laughs> Keeping me on task. It's a good special guest to have. The, the not-so-super-secret special surprise. <laughs> Spooky guest. <laughs> got that cheese, get that borsan. I'm gonna get, get it on. That borsan. Borsan. <laughs> uh, so Wizard of Oz, um, of course, written by L. Frank Baum. Possibly one of the biggest pop culture examples of witches helping to influence well both witches and mythological creatures and, and magical like affected creatures kind of um helping a mortal person who that may or may good. not themselves be a witch because of their ability to transfer between realms wait which That's one are you talking about wizard of oz because like you know in, in both the books and the movie, it's argued that Dorothy is kind of a witch without knowing it, because, like, how else would she be able to, would she be able to travel between <coughs> the two worlds, bless. right? Bless. bless. God bless you, my child. Thank you. I made sure it was the opposite direction. Satan bless you. Just in case. <laughs> Just in case. We'll make sure all the gods bless you. In, bless in true, all the gods. In true witchy fashion. I'm also going to take this witch finger and point it at you. <laughs> bless you. Would you take a bite out of the it? The blessed witch finger. Oh, no, I have to eat it? Okay. Hmm. Walker's chocolate? Mm-hmm. Try it at Walker's chocolate. Burlington Institution. Yeah, I didn't know that about that it. for quite a while. They've been in that little plaza forever. Mm-hmm. They have a couple, I think, one or two other locations now. Mm-hmm. Just, and there's another one, uh, Christie's Gourmet. Okay. Which is off of, like... I want to say like North Service Road or something, but they're good too because they have this incredible stuff that's like Christie's Crunch. Crunch, crunch. Yeah, it's caramel and pretzel. Wait, I need to try one then. Um, they so even like polished it. I know she's got she's, she's got, got a little got bit a of nail a going of a nail varnish. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the other people, just before we wrap up the craft, the other people that are in the craft movie are, what we mentioned, Nancy, first of all, um, Neff Campbell's character. Um, Who was like the pop culture yeah. scary movie queen for a bit. Yes, she was also um, featured prominently in the Scream movies. Bonnie is her name in the craft movies. And Rochelle, who is the 
uh, fourth person to round out the group. And um, Rochelle, what's interesting that in my research about witches and witchcraft is that, um, as I as I mentioned briefly, there was some association with like indigenous, non-European, non-white religious practices as being witchcraft. And then in the portrayal of like the modern witch, I find that there aren't really a lot of portrayals of non-white witches. We see mostly that they're like it's based on the white European like pagan Wiccan background religions, or it's based in some sort of like Christian-based satanic occult. Well, I think that comes with the fact that like, thing. a lot of shows now are trying to recreate mm-hmm. history in a way. Yeah. Um, Whether it's mythical or not, like yeah, I think in recent years there's been a lot more representation for everyone, mm-hmm. which I think is really good. Um, but in the craft specifically, there is an element of Rochelle wanting to use her powers to get back at a bully who's targeting her specifically in a racist way because she's black. So. That think, was predominant in the movie. Yeah. Like it was... There was, like, a very, like, serious scene where, like, locker room scene where they, like, um, are extremely, like, racist towards her. And then later on, once their powers start developing, she has a spell that she does to get back at one of the people that is bullying her. And, um, specifically because of that and... There's, like, kind of a scene where the girl's like, why are you doing, like, what? why is this happening to me? She's like, and, and, and it's unsure as to whether or not Rochelle really feels that bad. I think there is some inner turmoil there, but she's like, yeah. And when I watch that scene, I'm kind of like, I feel bad for the chick, because it's like, did I take it too far? Or did she deserve it? And then, And it's sort of like, if any of us had powers, what would we use them to do? Would we use them to get back at people and be, like... And, and like in and what and in terms of uh, like what I was talking about last time on the true crime episode, like in what instances would we consider murder to be justified? And what's in what terms would we consider certain like um, retribution using magic to be like okay? Yeah, no, I agree. It's I, I think Is that's there the thing. A... These formats taught a lot in in putting kind of visuals to certain thought processes and i think that's something that's come with like witch type movies is like there is an ugly and there is a level of desire Mm -hmm. and you're gonna figure yourself out in the end in a weird way but i think that given the fact that it's been something that's so predominant in media or at least it has been during the last, like, 90s, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not necessarily that conclusion anymore. It's more of a witchy, how-can-you-toy with reality yeah. sort of thought process. Yeah. And, and not really looking at it as, like, oh, no, everything's gone awry. Like, Well, because some of the, the basic tenets of... Witch's belief is that if you do want to cast any kind of spell or have any intention towards somebody that's an ill intent, a negative intention, mm-hmm. you have to be careful because it 
it's said that that will come back towards you three times stronger. Anything you put out towards the world or towards a specific person will come back to you. So it's discouraged against to engage in spells or, you know, ritual work that promotes harm towards others because you don't want that coming back to you. No, yeah. totally. I think that's always been part, of, part of the narrative. Yeah, but there's other instances where it's built into the very archetype of what a witch is. People just assume a witch is out there to be a harmful force towards people no matter what. And there's also, in the more modern sense, there's people, okay, well, there's some witches that are choosing to be bad yep. and other witches that are choosing to be good. Yeah. And now we have to decide, is that even really a thing? Are you a good witch? Or a bad or witch? Or a bad witch? And and so going yeah so going back to Wizard of Oz perfect, perfect <laughs> roundabout back to that follows the story of Dorothy Gale who gets swept up in a tornado like situation is ripped from her home in Kansas along with her familiar which is again another indication as to whether or not she might have some sort of magical power inherent magical powers Toto the dog mm-hmm. in this case not a cat. But, but a black dog. But a black dog. Or in this, in the movie, a black dog. Um, it was definitely a black dog. There's it was a, a oh, okay. Because like, there's certain things in the book versus the movie that they changed. Like, there's actually silver slippers in the book versus ruby oh, no slippers. Way. Yeah. They picked ruby, apparently, because they they thought it would stand out better against the yellow brick. That's Well, because red was one of the first colors they were able to play around with mm-hmm. in... Uh, so they wanted to Video keep production. it with primary colors and colors that would be good contrast with each other, and that's why they picked the red instead of silver. Um, because when they did the close-up shots, it just popped nicer. But hmm. um, I feel like I'm letting gay people down for not knowing that. <laughs> Judy Garland, every every <laughs> Linda, Linda and Dorothy. Icons, oh, and, and the Wicked Witch, gay icons, unbelievable, like, the Linda coming down in that bubble, and then this is an example of, like, the the, the drama, right? Because I think, I think there's, like, an element of drama with witches that is also just very inherent. Well, it's no different from the fact that, like, um... They love a good... Dramatic entrance. Well, no, like any Especially female role petty. that involved being a witch or a fairy <laughs> or whatever, there was magic involved. It was beautiful. It was breathtaking. Mm-hmm. And then magic on the male side was a money-making industry. It was, how can I trick you? Card playing. Sorcery. That's actually... Sorcery! You know That's a whole side of it that I didn't even think about in, in terms of looking into this, is that... Yeah, in terms of men being magicians, it was somehow seen as like, oh, that's not like malevolent at all. That's not evil at all. In fact, it's like we, we're acknowledging that there's a two-side part of this where it is just an illusion. Chuck that. <laughs> but if a woman were to do it, they'd be like, oh, she's a fucking witch. Yeah, that's the whole... Looking into the camera. She's a fucking... <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true. That's it's actually true. a very interesting point. Like, the whole... And you don't see a lot of, like, women in recent history of, like, popular magicians that are, like, that are women. Yeah. 
Yeah, you don't. And I think the comforting effects of really like certain certain like I mean female mimes. They would have been stoned to death. They were suppressed <laughs> by history and there were probably a bunch of really good magician women magicians out there. Probably, but they were looked at as witches. Yeah. Actual witches. Literally. Wait, because I'm trying to make you a new drink. Mmm, drink number three? Not drink number three. Drink number three! And I um, don't know what this one's going to even be. I wanted to go back to, like, some of... I was trying to make, like, a chronological order of witches in, like, history leading up to, like, the... Well, we decided to ones. drink and smoke, so... <laughs> we decided to kind of pinball it all over the place. You're watching an episode of Drunk History but on Maria's channel. Drunk History of Witches, but we might make it, like, a... Yeah, the top five or top ten instead of uh, doing If this is terrible in the morning, we are recording this. <laughs> Re-record. Re-record. We'll do a do-over. Do-over. <laughs> you might get um, behind the scenes of this this uh, session, but... What was I going to say? <laughs> See? So, we have both um, Hecate, which, which we were, which they oh, were referencing in Practical Magic, which it sounded like they were saying Hectate, not Hecate. So I don't know if there's two different pronunciations of the name. Or they just couldn't get the legal to... Uh... Hecate's trademark yeah, name. I don't think so. It's from the Bible. Someone <laughs> might be able to grab that. <laughs> fucking someone managed to, like, fucking, um, Joel Osteen <laughs> trademarked it. Dude, you don't know. You don't know. <laughs> I don't. Ever, anything's, honestly, anything I'm fucking crazy-ass world. Anything's literally anything's possible. Um... So, like, Morgan Le Fay, Hecate are examples of, like, very old-school witches in both, um, like, pagan lore as well as early um, pop culture, which was a lot of uh, live theater and, um, uh, you know, early manuscripts and books that just came out in terms of um, having archetypal characters. It was sort of always this mysterious woman. Um, You had to seek them out. They're, they may or may not have had some sort of league with the devil. Uh, the Bible very specifically kind of calls that out. Um, but, you know, in terms of, like, Morgan Le Fay and uh, the Stygian witches that we mentioned earlier, um, Circe in the uh, Tale of Odysseus, they're always kind of, like, they're, they always have the potential to kind of, like, exact a sort of revenge or, like, a... Um, a a consequential sort of spell on people around mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. or people come to them in order to cast those kind of spells. They're looking for either like, also in terms of that, they're, they may also be looking for some sort of um, future prediction. They're coming to these so-called witches as oracles yep. to give them an insight into something that they might need to know for the future or about a specific person. Um, so that is also very important in terms of Witches being seen as sort of villains, but also people always come to them when they need shit. As much as they're reluctant to do so, because they know there's also a chance that the witch might trick them, or the spell might not go the way they planned, people will still risk it because of whatever stakes are going on in their own personal life. So the witch, like, everyone hates on the witch until they need them for something. Which the witch also, very much in a meta way, calls out a lot of the time in these stories. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, you shit on me and that's why I'm exiled from society now. But all of a sudden I come back and you guys are having all this fun without me. Remember when you needed me for all these people, you know, come and seek the witch out in the woods. 
And the witch is like, oh, I guess, oh, you need my help. Well, guess what? I'm going to need all of these things from you. You're going to have to go find them. And then you have to make sure it's exactly right, or I'm going to blame it on you, and the spell's not going to work. So, this is <laughs> so, not my fault. I need to so, stop I, you. I'm a witch. It's not my fault. I need to stop you there, because it was really <laughs> chilling for you to say that. Because I feel like a lot of children from our generation were raised with um, kind of those words exactly thrown in our face. Like, I mean, yeah, you're not when wrong. You were, when you're you wrong. were told something from your parents, like how yeah. something was going to go, and it didn't go exactly as he, how you wanted to go, it was that comeback of, I told you so, and now you're going like, to... I told you, I gave you that disclaimer, be yeah. careful what you wish for. And now these are the things that are, you're, like, you're going to yeah. want to eat out of the palm of my hand. That's because what you get I for being this, selfish. This magic ability to see And not forward. wanting to do it yourself. Yeah. It's a, it's, well, it's, it's growing up in general. Oh, ooh, that was close. What was it? Good thing it was just that and not the popcorn. What the, oh, I don't know. I think it was my phone. No, or it was later. later. But yeah, I think it's all always kind of like a witches provide a sort of cautionary message of think everything through almost. <laughs> yeah, like think very hard before you decide to mess with fate. Mm-hmm. Because people who have magical um, potential can help you do that, but. It's like when people warn you about time traveling, right? Don't don't fucking touch anything if you time travel, or like even if you just the, don't the mess act, with the past, or even just the act of doing it, the, it itself, yeah, may change something. Even if you don't don't touch anything or do anything, it could alter something in the future or past if you keep jumping through multiple times, right? So, but we're not there yet. So, mm-hmm. and witches, or at least. Which is as... Which is, in today's society, which is still exist, but I feel like for certain levels of generation, people are now referring them as aliens. And I think that it's hilarious. It's, it's again, it's words... My, like, for example, my father believes in aliens. And his depiction or his way of thinking when it comes to aliens... Is literally that they're just humans who are smart and smarter, like smarter than the average person. And it's, you know, in reality, Am I'm, look, I'm better looking than at everyone. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm literally looking at him like, oh yeah. shit, he's probably referring to me. <laughs> because, also, uh, thank you. Well, because it's a level, like, he's always viewed me as a person who thinks like a witch, like I'm, I've been someone who's not him. I'm mm-hmm. not a, like, yes, I'm a cis uh, yeah. white male, but I'm a cis white gay male Yeah. who, as a kid, was very attracted to um, many diverse individuals. Like, for example, Marita, we went to, like, a pretty fucking white school, and, like, you and I attached Just to the like hip. Just, like, in the like, crowd. Yeah, like, Just, like, in the crowd. Exactly. It was... For me, it was like meeting people who had just not been understood and were looking for other individuals who weren't understood and knew how to communicate with everybody. Like we did. We knew how to talk to a lot of people, but they they weren't what we were looking for. We already knew a bunch of things. It was very much like checking off all the boxes of what we already kind of put as the criteria of being a witch, right? 
kind of apart from the the norm, apart from the whatever you the, saw other people in more. society are doing yeah. for a lot of the time, have a different kind of mental thought process. Yep. Are highly intelligent, highly intuitive, um, and things like that. And have a connection to well, even uh, I, spiritual sorry, and paranormal stuff. Highly yeah. emotional, yeah, highly I mean, empathetic. We maybe like, call it now, yeah. potentially, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't mean like we're crying all the time, although I do like a good. Yeah, I, I, I'm assuming <laughs> which is I'm not going to call it empath, but that's what <laughs> some people call it now. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's highly in tune with their emotions and the emotions of others. Yeah. For and, sure, and yeah. hearing the noise, like there are so yeah, many just days. Hearing all the different when yeah, Friday, stuff that Fridays happens. like would come, yeah. I could feel the energy in the air of like mm-hmm. everybody getting excited and amped up for a Friday. Do you know what I mean? So it wasn't, right. and it, and I think that's where like FOMO and shit like that, like these words just didn't come out of nowhere. They have actual definition. Definition of FOMO, like fear of missing out. That's literally the mere fact that it's like. A ton of people felt that way. So there's an energy in that. FOMO banishment spell. <laughs> no more FOMO. No more FOMO. I'm at home minding my business. I have FOMO no mo. Mm-hmm. But to be fair, that's the new FOMO. Being at home is the new FOMO. Yeah. Have you looked at Instagram and how many fucking memes and shit are all about like shit, I'm not comforting? Playing, I'm not playing enough board games at home, man. I'm fucking. <laughs> I'm slacking on the home, the home home foam, the home foam. <laughs> board games at home? No, they're the all like. Home. Most of these memes are like light a candle and like play with my cat. Again, that was on my list of things to talk about. The what I feel is kind of the commercialization and um, mainstream application of what a witch is, which has resulted in the basic witch aesthetic and things Fair. like things like manifesting, visual altars, um, people appropriating um, certain things from different cultures into their witchcraft practice that are not appropriate, etc. That I think needs to be addressed because I think that's happened a lot in in recent years and that was like where they're mixing like African magic with yeah like they're mixing African like Latin American and indigenous (laughs) um, spiritual practices and like using certain like um like tools and certain herbs and certain things that are like only really supposed to be used in their cultures, um, certain aesthetics that are only used in their cultures That's, and appropriating yeah, okay, it. I don't agree with that. Um, I in didn't addition even know that was to, going on. Uh, like, for example, I worked at Winners for a little bit. If you go to, like, a Winners or a Marshalls, you're going to see, like, the Ray Dunn shit that has, like, the witch stuff on it, especially this time of year for Halloween. I've seen and the witch, like, please. The witch, yeah, like, she's like, witch, please. Yeah. Or, um, Fuck yeah. you, Ray Dunn. Man. I, I, um, Although I do have a fucking container for coffee that literally says coffee on it. It's not by Ray Dunn. If I looked up right now, where the fuck did my phone go? But maybe if I, what, maybe, maybe that was my phone. Because if I was going to say, if I look up right now some of the shit that they have for like that sort of brand, for example, Sorry, it's a good example that. of, um, or like putting on your car, like my other car is a broomstick. I think it was my phone. Or some shit like that. It's not a huge deal. 
I can give lots of basic bitch witches samples. It was your phone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. But it didn't land on the screen, so you're good. Okay, so I'm going to make the next drink. Or, you know, like, because you like crystals and shit, like, you collect a bunch of fancy rocks. You're a witch. Yeah, but again, that was a whole market thing. thing. That was, like, yeah. another next-level Amazon must-haves TikTok. And that, that turned into a whole argument about, well... As a modern witch, should you be concerned about ethically sourcing your crystals and fancy rocks? Which you should, I guess, if you're going to get so, part of that. I think that there is kind of a, a shift towards everybody wanting to say that they're a witch. And I don't want to gatekeep. I, I, that's the last thing I want to do. I just also feel like perhaps people are doing the path of least resistance version of Wicca and witchcraft and being a witch that doesn't really take into account the deep cultural and spiritual history of it. I think sometimes people just want to get into it for the a lot of the reasons people got into the craft for like the personal fashion aesthetic and like getting to act like you're kind of part of this edgy subsect of society when you're really not that edgy. But with that being said... With that being said, I don't want to gatekeep. I don't want to discourage people from, like, learning about it, but... No, but I feel like that was a very grown-up response Mm -hmm. to establishing that you can actually be very swept away with it. And that's what our childhood was. Was being swept away by the pop culture element and the razzle-dazzle of... Mm-hmm. You know, which is in pop culture, and not looking at it the way we do now. Yeah. And seeing which that there was this level of magic, whereas, like, in male mm-hmm. society, it was money. It was yeah tricking people. It was... And it's okay when they do it. It's cool when they do it. It's uh, a problem yeah. when I do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, yeah. But at least, happens. on the yeah. female side of witches, there was a level of love. There was a level of understanding. There was a level of nurturing. Like, it was all there. I feel like any time a you bunch just, of women want to get to together, it. it's like, whenever a bunch of guys want to get together, it's like, oh, boys will be boys. But whenever a group yeah. of women want to get want to get together, it's like, oh, that's sus. <laughs> exactly. Unless they're, unless it's One like, of you is the witch. Unless you're like Amish <laughs> or nuns or something, that's sus. <laughs> Witches! Unless you were Amish or... <laughs> True. The only time a group of women are allowed to get together is if I marry them all. <laughs> Gross. Sister wives. <laughs> when you think you're getting sister wives, but you accidentally make a coven. <laughs> what a fucking idiot. <laughs> when you think you're getting a bunch of sister wives, but they're all transsexuals, and you get a bunch of Mr. Wives. Mr. Wives. <laughs> and I'm saying, like, female to male. You marry them as females, and then they're all like, no, we're dudes. <laughs> and now you're stuck with five men. <laughs> I'm a he, him, high priestess. <laughs> oh, that would be such a good movie, I'm not gonna lie. As long as it's not produced by Adam Sandler. Yeah, I doubt he would treat it with the, uh, with the respect it deserves. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, hi of Newt! 
and salamanders and snakes. This one this is my called... Adam Sandler impression, guys. This one is called Goosebumps. Goosebumps. <laughs> Drinker beware. Go in for a scare. <laughs> 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 Twerking it out. <laughs> oh, your bum is out. My bum, my bum was out. Guys, this is only going to be available as the monetized version, so... Are they going to say OnlyFans? My... <laughs> <laughs> this is the first episode going on OnlyFans. It's so provocative. It's so provocative. Gets the people going. It's my provocative. It's my provocative. What <laughs> <laughs> would be the witch version of OnlyFans? What would be the witch version of OnlyFans? Mm. Cauldron slut? Cauldron slut? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Have you seen that new content on cauldron slut? Oh my god, the way she mixed that cauldron was insane. Yo, the way she she was jerking that broom. Making me making me feel some type of way, <laughs> some type of way. Um, so that that's the thing though. Like part of the, I think part of the appeal is even though a lot of people try and say that witches are like these horrible, like unattractive depictions of people. A lot of times, witches are depicted as super hot. Like I had Elvira on this list, and Morticia Adams, and like a whole bunch of other people. Melisande from Game of Thrones. The Red Woman. Um, There's, like, the list. You mentioned Sarah Sanderson from Hocus Pocus, who's, like, Kathy I guess... Kathy was better. The, the, I guess, more conventionally attractive of the three, but we all agreed Kathy Najimi was the best one. Yeah. Um, sorry, before I forget, um, I'm cheers to your beautiful oh, cocktail. Yes. I do not want to forget. And as I mentioned before... Um, I think I think this is actually the most I've had to drink on an episode. But they're going down <laughs> extremely easy, and uh, I don't think I'm going to detect this until it's too late. But let's see how it goes. <laughs> You're welcome, public. There's some dangerous drinks. So, what is this mixture of this one? Uh, this one is like <laughs> vodka. And shit, I don't know if it was like a mango That's very juice smooth. or something. Zero calories. That is nice. And that special Ghostbusters. Yeah. Green. You got the Ghostbusters in the eyes. Actually, shit. Changing the name. Ghost. Sorry. Busters. <laughs> R.L. Stein. What's good? Wait, so then we're going back to Goosebumps? I mean, I like Goosebumps. I feel like, I I don't know, I mean, I guess Ghostbusters sort of has a witch sort of element in it. They summon, like, the creatures Mm. from the different, but that's kind of a reach. I think in Goosebumps there were actually stories with witches. Okay, real question. Adam's family. Morticia Adams. Mm -hmm. Witch or just seductress? Since you bring that up, um... So in my research, Morticia did come up a couple times, and I questioned this as well. Because I know that the, the yes. what was it, the aunt or the grandmother was a witch? So the old lady, like, yeah, like, she's supposed to be, like, an actual, like... Witch witch. Sorceress. Yeah. And it's not really always alluded to 
in the show specifically as to her power level. Um, if anything, she's a witch in, like, spiritual, personal, philosophical belief, at, at the least. Because, like, in the way that you hear Morticia and Gomez talk about, like, their belief in terms of, like, always wanting things to be, like, really, like, messed up and, and sort of distorted, and mm -hmm. they're always wanting mm -hmm. to be some kind of, like, freaky element to their life. That just could be because of their belief as followers Like a of, romanticism of the goth. Yeah, of, of the goth of the goth life. Like, they're just vibing hard on the goth life. And, and that could just be it. They just like a goth aesthetic. They like a aesthetic and belief system that, you know, supports the most, like, doom and gloom But you do... As but possible. you made a good point that, like, even, even Wednesday, she has an element much like her mother, of, like, mm -hmm. potentially a lower-level witch. Yeah, because you, uh, you're Cause right. Because it is, like, a, like a way of thinking mama, The so grandmama is, is Gomez, on, on Gomez's side, is a witch. Now, we're not really sure if then Morticia being a witch would result in Wednesday or Pugsley having a, um, you know, extra exponential... Mm -hmm. ex expression of those powers or maybe it would skip a generation but the but Wednesday we also had an interest in like the potions and stuff like yeah that, she so. liked the poisons mm -hmm. as well as sort of like the attacking people like setting up traps yeah. and like torture and all that right um and Morticia likes to have her like garden of like sort of little shop of horrors-esque half dying half possibly like man-eating human-eating plant life yeah so it was like there was you know, like she might yeah. be the first goth she has a, stand she had at, at the very least she has an extreme <laughs> knowledge of poisons and and yeah. uh potions and how they work in in the real mortal realm if not for like magical purposes as we said before which is just have an extreme knowledge of those kind of things like herbal remedies and medicines but not and they that. may not necessarily be good for people. They might be used for bad stuff, and that's just the, how she goes. But that's not just only how that, she, really, she to do. we gotta take that and also apply <laughs> the fact that Morticia Adams' character, um, she's personable with people. Yes, she's They're, extremely like, her charismatic. Her character is charismatic, yeah. and she's able to actually talk to other people in society. You see how Gomez loses his Even though shit. she's like different from she's them. She's kind of like that with everyone. Yeah. She just has this kind of like way of being very matter-of-fact, but also very, like, well, this is what my life is like. I thought that and was just kind of normal. And this is what I'm normal. interested in, yeah. Um, like, it's not what, what everyone does? Yeah. Oh, well, I think she was literally the first witch stan, in a way. Sucks to be you, then. Yeah. And I think, yeah, she's a great, <laughs> she's a great character to have yeah. in pop culture when it comes to, you know... The relevance of appreciating the dark and mm -hmm. the and you don't have to be like satanic. You can just be appreciative of mm -hmm. the the history behind that that level of like yeah reality, so to speak. And like, like it's important. Morticia was one of the first on screen sort of gothy witchy type. Um, seen seen in sort of more of a positive and even comedic aspect totally. on TV and in movies that we had a, a chance to see. 
Um, well, much like you also said too, like her her aesthetic also was applied to Elvira. Yeah. Who also which, ran Which, again, there's a little bit of debate as to whether she's considered a witch, but if, if anyone's actually seen The Mistress of a Dark Movie, um, Elvira gets access to this book of magical spells that she somehow manages to read and have the spells take place, although, of course, not maybe exactly in the way she wanted them to because she doesn't really understand it or it's, she doesn't have, like, the full training. But she has access to this book, and she somehow has, through, like, her family lineage, enough ability to read the book and have things happen. Um, and then there's a scene in the movie where they were going to burn her at the stake because they realize she has this knowledge and think that she's using it for bad things in the community. I think there's, like, a scene in the movie where they're at a picnic and everyone just starts, like, being super horny on Maine because of some spell that she accidentally casts. But at the same time, she's but, also taking... Bits yeah. and pieces from historical relevance, yeah. which I think is, uh, yeah. The movie, again, plays a lot on sort of small town mentality mm -hmm. that we saw in Practical Magic, right? People being afraid of an outside element or people being afraid of a potentially an element that's more powerful than them and that they don't understand. Yeah. So they're immediately going to criticize it and think it's evil. And want to, want to eliminate it because they're threatened by it and they don't because they're fearful oh well and i think that's the thing right now right. we're living in a society where we live in a society it's <laughs> we live in a society we do we do um <laughs> but my point is, is we live in a society where um Facts. like Fact so. Okay, I'm gonna try to. We're getting a level of like godliness. We're getting back to that, which I yeah. mentioned in the D and D and the Satanism episode. It's yeah. Sometimes important to talk about this shit because who's to say that they might not go on a witch hunt tomorrow? Yeah, and it's not like because of the fucking religious right. I mean, yeah, you sure. Know? I'm uh, for the upteenth time. I'm gonna mention I'm gay. Um, well, and no, move. I'm, I'm gay. I'm bisexual, but. More on the gay side. It's okay, like when you bye. ask. Okay, yeah, bye. It's when you okay, ask. Okay, bye. It's when you okay, ask the gay man, like, are you a top or a bottom? And then they're like, I'm versatile. But you know the answer is one or the other. So <laughs> I think that's where I, I level out is like, I'm gay. When it's like, uh, I've been gay do you want Coke? Or... And they're like, is Pepsi okay? But then you're like, what if I want Dr. Pepper? <laughs> that's an analogy. Not a, no. But I agree. You know with when it. you're bisexual and it's like you go to a restaurant and they're like, "I want a Coke," and they're like, "Is Pepsi okay?" And one of the genders is the Pepsi and one is the Coke. Is this a meme for women? It's like, and men are the Pepsi. <laughs> men are always the Pepsi. <laughs> so, Marita's new book is coming out in June, 2023. Specifically women, are, in June. women are from Coke, men are men from Pepsi. Are from Coke, men are from Pepsi. <laughs> Buy it. Non-binaries are from my non-binaries are from Dad's root beer. <laughs> That's another book on its own. Don't put it all into one book. We need to make the money. Pansexuals or cranberry ginger ale. <laughs> that is book number three. Man. We don't want to. 
bombard you with too much good information at once. Yeah. We're just going to ease you into it. Just know our ADHD minds will be making these books <laughs> yeah. prior, like right Where after. Where is your we... face? I feel like, I feel bad because your face is not in the shot. Oh, no. Here. It's not. I'm kind of doing that. <laughs> like, I'm doing that. There was a reason. <laughs> Bitch. Because I'm vaping. I'm a and cat. I'm being elusive wanna... and stuff. Well, no. Oh, I don't want to vape you're... on because it's going See, on YouTube. I, I couldn't find my fucking... Well, on YouTube, I only put 15-second clips, and I wouldn't put a clip of you vaping. That only goes on Patreon. Okay. That's only for the paid customers. Make sure you find all the best sweet, uh, sweet drug video content. clips and send them to yeah. me prior to you posting them. <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to watch this back a little bit. Like, it's going to be available for you to watch if back and I give your feedback. I make an ugly face. I swear. I don't care what you record hex. with my voice. Immediately hex. I will hex you. Hex. <laughs> um... There was what I was going to mention. I want to mention a couple things that we that, that we talked about before we started this, mm. as well as a couple things that I want to just put in terms of like iconic witch moments. Go for it in pop culture. So um, we talked a little bit about um, get through this, and then we'll go for smoking. And yes, <laughs> just a few more things that I want to go through here. Um, which is Beeswick, mm-hmm. um, which is a very interesting. Oh! Oh, oh, sure. The most powerful witch. Oh. If I could turn back time, turn oh, back I because I'm a witch of East oh. So, um, uh, an example of witches that do have actual powers, another example of a trio of witches, an example of a smoke show, mm-hmm. haughty witches. We got, the, we got the trifecta here. So who is it? It's Cher... It's Michelle Pfeiffer, mm-hmm. and it's who? Uh, there's what's the who is the third person? It's everybody knows her. Uh, Susan Sarandon. Susan Sarandon. Susan Sarandon. Susan Sarandon. How could I fucking forget Susan Sarandon? The, them titties. Uh, she has some nice titties. Was Susan Sarandon in um, shit Rocky Horror? She was. Yes. yes. She played Janet. Okay. Uh, her and Mary, like, Mary Boswick played the you role. You know, we, we went to someone's house. Wait, on a on an extra note, <laughs> the character you're dressed as, she was technically became based off of data collection. She's based on a data collection. Yeah, we need a black girl. Well, she was actually technically, I think, half black, half Jewish, which is, I think, in reference to Rachel True's actual ethnic background. Because her, her name in the movie is Rochelle Zimmerman. But that's so how that was, the, that was the cross gateway. So that's like, but it's like they had, they, they could, and, and what's very interesting, which I, I was going to mention here, I have it written down, anti-Semitism has played a kind of significant role in the depiction of witches through history. No shit. Because <laughs> which Jewish people in culture have been depicted as like people who like steal children and yeah, children. Yeah, they are also a part of the witch and world. And are like have this sort of, are, 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 because of whatever their religion is, is against Christianity or whatever, it's deemed as, um, as deemed as like, satanic or it's deemed as part of the occult it's, it's no different from anything um, everything has right? been you know folklore I mean? in regards yeah. to fear and it's it's just and a matter of who the is the populist is, status um, judaism is like a cultural belief and and, and um, cultural tradition more so than religious like there's a lot of um mysticism and occult references in that um that i think are 
in, in a lot of different religions. So but, I, don't think, the, I don't think you can really point it out as something that's like more or less involved in witchcraft than anything else. Like witchcraft no, it's based off the individual. Yeah. yeah, it's characteristic of the individual. That's why I get kind of mad yeah, when with, yeah. certain individuals, like even Kanye West talking about Jewish people lately. Kanye. Not to get, get on the his, hell out of here, Kanye. Not to get on that topic, but I'm, I just want to say that it's like, how can you identify certain individuals who are probably bad people, and you're associating their culture and religion, which just it speaks to nothing? Because yeah. do you know how many people are out there? Because you should. You know how many people bought your fucking album. You know how many people download your music. So. Or upload Hopefully or stream some, uh, whatever. Hopefully, some out there are casting a little bit of a binding spell on Kanye right now. Oh, we know Kim we're is gonna, a fucking. Gonna... We know she's a witch. <laughs> Kim and the Kardashians <laughs> are the most powerful coven in Hollywood. <laughs> Why do you think they had so many of them? It wasn't on. Wasn't not by accident. It was something they were having them to create yeah. a coven. When was the last time you watched the Kim Kardashian <laughs> sex tape? When was the last time? They're like that um, should be something you bring out for um, a tradition with your family. Kylie, Kendall, <laughs> um, can you please come to Chris's house as soon as possible? Um, Kanye is getting really out of hand, and we're gonna need all hands on deck right now for this binding spell. <laughs> and our child Stormy is cussing at me and literally hitting me. Stormy has been possessed. By a horribly evil entity. Get the cameras. We have a real life Chucky doll. On she our is hands. tracking mud all over my all white house, <laughs> and this has gone too far. Sounds like a witch to me. <laughs> Kanye needs to be dealt with immediately. It's the Valley Girl witch. But don't you love that? That's the power of the witch. That's literally it's good versus bad. It's the same thing that you've I been talking about this entire time. I put that placenta blood all over me. <laughs> the Kardashians. Uh, hello. What was Hocus Pocus about? Hocus Pocus was about yeah. child youth serum. Yeah, get that. Child youth serum. And what are we after Drop now? Drop the skincare routine. <laughs> it's baby plasma, bitch. <laughs> Fuck your retinol. <laughs> Fuck your retinol. The hyaluronic acid or whatever? No, 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 no. <laughs> Tyler toddlerotic acid is what I use. Forget abortions. <laughs> we need those children. The stem cells. We need those children. We are lining up today. <laughs> Get your stem cells now. Get your stem cells. Every stem cell must go. Every stem cell must go. And adopt a child. Free child with stem cell research. Buy one child, get one free. <laughs> I mean, oh, if witches ruled the world, it would be. A if weird witches place. ruled the world, if witches the way that people actually think of witches rule the world, yes, they'd be like, yeah, nothing sus about that. <laughs> one child, get one free. Totally normal. Totally normal and and. Hey everybody! Not it's frog so day. <laughs> frogs just everywhere. Turn the freaking frogs gay. <laughs> <laughs> frogs gay. That was an Alex Jones reference. Oh, Alex Jones. Alex Jones had this... Anybody who still believes Alex Jones is credible or logical in any way needs to remember the moment where he said that there were chemicals... That was a couch, by the way. chemicals in the water. It sounds like a bucket. It's not... It wasn't me. (laughs) It was not me. It wasn't me. me. (laughs) The couch. It was Alex Jones. (laughs) (laughs) We just blame everything on him. 
Um, Who is Alex Jones? Oh my god, Alex Jones is a crazy, like, right-wing conspiracy theorist guy. He's not a witch, And, no. Uh, The witch community does not claim him if he claims to be a witch, which I don't believe he does. But he recently was um, convicted of spreading false information about the Sandy Hook killings, the Sandy Hook shooting. Oh yeah, he's like getting sued, right? And he not only got sued, but he was charged and convicted... And now has to pay the basically entire class action of the parents and the families of the people he slandered and said they were all paid actors and it didn't actually happen. Uh, almost a billion dollars. Which again, whether or not that's actually going to happen, but the fact that he actually got convicted of that is is a big deal because that creates a precedent of like how much can um, oh. conspiracy theory pundits quote unquote spread misinformation and slander families. Marita, can I relate it? Can I relate it? To what? Our topic. Sure, yeah, do it. Here we go. You can do it. So, the mere fact that someone was evil enough to do all of that and think that they were undermining people, what have we been talking about? Reeling people in. What is a witch? It's reeling people in. This is the, 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 the main topic I really want everyone to understand tonight while we talk about witches, is the good and the evil, and what yeah. the historic witch is. But Alex Jones was one of those people who accused everyone in Hollywood and in the government of being, like, satanic people and shit, so... No shit! He's bringing relevance back to history. People who actually, like, this is me... He was kind of going on a modern-day witch hunt. Modern-day... No, not necessarily modern-day witch, but, like... He, no, he felt was like, the persecutor... In, like, the sense of he was going on a witch hunt for people who did nothing wrong. I'm saying he played as a bad witch. Or, or yes. No, I, I get what you're saying, too. Like, yeah, and, and if you if you portray it as, like, he, he had a certain power and a certain charisma. He appreciated the maniacal he, in these character did, arcs yes. that we've had in society. That's fair. Whether yeah. they were female witches or male. Because male was more satanic. Male was more intrusive. Um, rapist, <laughs> I want to say. Like, there was a lot of things that were very dark about the male witch mm-hmm. in society. Because I think we did get there as, a, as an actual society, saying the word again. Um, we live in a society. But you get what I'm saying, right? Like, but, uh, and for, and, and the bad and witch the was always... the example of the witches of Eastwick, um, the guy that kind of associates himself with these three Jack witches, Nicholson. Who is like, they're kind of like... Jack Nicholson. They're polyamorous, like... He's the Satan Ringleader. Guy. He's the one that tells them they're witches and kind of gets them onto their powers, but he only likes it when it's on his terms. Yes. So yeah, that's a very interesting um, observation based on what we were just talking about in Witches of Eastwick. It's like the fact that both genders can be witches and the fact that like... The, w- the ways in which people use their their heightened abilities. Society has always appreciated the warlock, but they haven't appreciated the witch. Yeah. Females, gay males. If you're girls, a the minority the of the culture the in North America, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you understand the good witch. Mm-hmm. You understand the principles of a good witch, and I think that's what I love about even to bring it back all the way back to Wizard of Oz. Are you a good witch or a bad witch? There is a witch clearly under a house 
And she's got the ruby shoes. But how I'm do the we good how witch. And, and that's the thing. A witch caught in the crossfire. Yeah. How do we know what they were, whether they were good or bad? We're passing judgment on a dead witch. They they can't speak for themselves. <laughs> but the and whole... in, a, in a lot of cases of the witch trials, even if they were living, they couldn't speak for themselves. Yes, they but... have to sit there while they listen to other people talk shit about them. You're missing my point. Is the narrative of the, the good witch coming into play and saying that, and then you meet the bad witch mm-hmm, right mm-hmm, after? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like it's it's. What you said is so important, to be honest, because the narrative there is you don't know who this person is. You don't. But the ruby slippers, they're just sparkling at you. That's, and it's the yeah. crow, crow mentality. And then Shiny this, objects. Yeah. <laughs> and then you meet this woman who tells you yeah. straight up, bitch, I saw you steal those heels. And yeah. are you are you willing to know those the good are my red bottoms. Or the bad oh, hell no. Yeah. Yeah. How dare you steal and, my and, Louboutin, and girl. And what's interesting is what you're saying <laughs> is that you get the perspective of one witch first. Yeah. And then you meet, by the time you meet the other one, you've already had bias introduced. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's a very a good, very The good narrative point. just, you yeah. know your narrative already yeah. because someone's presented it to you and, and a, based now on your conscience level you yeah, too, exactly it's gonna whatever up. built you is gonna make you yeah. look at people's and, and their perspectives so like in terms of wicked which is um a, a more recent um fictional retelling of the wizard of oz which um as a lot of you may know was turned into a very popular musical You've seen Starting. Wicked like a couple times. I haven't actually seen Wicked in person. Really? I've only ever sang it and done it for auditions and like musical type like projects and stuff oh, that I've done. I remember I you were into actually, the musical when you were younger. I was very into the musical, but I haven't actually seen it live in person myself. Is it still playing? We should go. Um, it, it plays occasionally from time to time in Toronto. Um, the last time it was Let's here, it. I didn't get a chance to go. But Should we pause and... Um, yeah, yeah, let's pause. We'll talk about Wicked when we come back. Um, we're going to take a little quick break. I'm just checking the time here. We are at two hours. Um, what the fucking hell? We'll go to like two and a half, three hours tonight. Why not? I can always do some editing and always. And a lot of the ones with the guests have gone a little bit over the time I wanted. But I want to do that because there's so much more to still talk about. I, like, about. Thank you so much for doing this because I think like you're you're keeping me taking me to task on a few points and I mm-hmm. think that we're we're riffing really well right now. Um, let's take a second to, you know, use the washroom. We'll take a little quick other treat break and then we'll come back. Yeah, we have a lot of smart food. Wait, what what shark what did you call it? Shark coochie? Shark shark <laughs> We have shark to finish. No actual shark coochies were harmed in the making of this and none of the snack. grapes have been touched. None of the not fucking very healthy people. Fruit. That was again. That was put there for color. Waterfalls. Ew. Waterfalls. <laughs> so I'm gonna try and also maybe not show my whole ass out to the world in the next part of this. No promises though. No promises. <laughs> hey, bye. Bye. Hey, I'm gonna use the washroom really quick. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Costume on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <a> bitch. <laughs> <laughs>
and why are you in uniform? <laughs> Okay, wait, let's try one of your hollandaise sauces. Hollandaise sauce? This is fucking clubhouse seasonings. Fucking bay! It's like the smoke. It's like the gravy packet. She didn't even oh, blink that's a, gravy. She literally didn't even blink a, an eye when I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm just enjoying my morning cup of Joanne. No, I actually did think that was hilarious. I was like, Joanne! Like, fuck you, Joe. I'm so sorry I didn't respond to that, but I actually thought that was hilarious. Okay, actually. good. I'm sorry. You have to give me Especially because of the Lady Gaga Joanne thing, and I was gonna- I, I meant- I meant to send you a thing and I got distracted, okay? I'm sorry. It's I was okay. gonna send you a Lady Gaga meme. You're yeah, ADHD. Yeah, sorry, you're yeah. ADHD like me. ADHD? Emphasis on the D. <laughs> it's all dough. Accent on the dough. It's on the dough. I'm like, I don't or care like what's being recorded. The idea of it happening than it actually happening. Yeah, exactly. You're living in a fantasy and you're creating it and you're trying to live up to that moment. It's also wintry in a way. <laughs> in a weird way, it is. The witchery. You're creating of this. The pussy. Yeah, you're creating this. The witchery moment. of the bussy. Yeah. You're That's alluring. Like the, well, because the word alluring becomes it it it's been associated to sorcery magic, like for someone to lure you you in, like mm-hmm. you're a witch. <laughs> so it, it's all it, it it is associated to sex. What are you looking at? I think there's actually like a. By the way, we came back from smoking a joint. And we are now very loaded, or at least I am. Marina, Marina knows how to keep her composure. Ready to finish clearing this shark coochie. I think the only reason <laughs> I have coochie. composure right now is because I've had the opportunity to eat throughout this. I've, I've been, been scarfing. I have been this marching. This bowl of popcorn, we, into, we did a pretty good job on the popcorn. <laughs> a lot of that was me. And this shark coochies. This cat is about to... <coughs> Understand the meaning of its role as the familiar cannibalism. Cannibalism. <coughs> cannibalism. <laughs> Fuck. The cannibalism. The cannibalism is about to commence. Um. Now, speaking of the whole uh, more old school witch references, your notes even look like they're witches. I have notes. the crazy lady. Scribbles of witch notes here. They, it literally looks very. Show them the page. It's, this page is just. This page was me. Scribbles. Was I love the comp, it. Was the product of me going on <laughs> to the internet on my phone and watching shit on like the various different apps that we have hooked up on the Roku. All my like spooky notes that look like a fucking crazy person wrote them. You don't need to know about that. It's beautiful. Um. What other iconic witches do we need to to mention? I was gonna I was gonna just mention the one scene for Monty Python. That was the only other thing. I was She's gonna... a witch. Burn her. That's one of the most iconic witch scenes that I I remember. That's like <laughs> it's so funny because it's it's uh the and the woman like at the time is like 
I'm not a witch. They dressed me up like this. <laughs> and this is not my nose. This is a fake nose. If you haven't seen it, if we're actually like being listened to by Gen Z, if you... By Gen Z, if you don't know who Monty if, Python is. And if so there are millennials... Get on the internet. Yeah, it, Google it. And, it, and for the millennials Look that are up, listening, please yes. show your fucking kids that yeah. clip. Monty like, Python that's important. Holy Grail. And uh, basically, they use their, like, fake science coming to the conclusion that, like, little witches are made of wood, essentially, more or less. And then... Just basically yeah. teach your kids about, like, real, actual history it's, and the mythology yeah. that comes with it. It's obviously... And the actual fact that witches, all along, were society members who were actually trying to create diversity and change... Because that's the truth. They were usually just existing. They were people, people that knew. Yeah, they were people who were inventing. They were females, first of all, yeah. who were literally inventing a new way of thinking constantly. Like a good person. That's what we do. That's how all this stuff comes to life. Like, and it, and it's scary when it comes into the hands of certain people. Like we've got fucking. Elon Musk, and like, and, you know, if if Elon Musk existed in twenty, no, right, in right, 19, so sorry, witch. no, if Elon Musk had become the person that he is today in nineteen ninety nine, people literally would have been calling that man a fucking witch. He would have been married to like Bjork or something. No, they would have associated <laughs> him to like nine eleven, and like. <laughs> Fuck. Let's be real, because it would be it would be outlandish for what that man's created today. It's true. I know it sounds like so out there, but Interesting. like. Interesting. We're gonna cut this part out. Of the <laughs> fuck you, Elon. <laughs> Literally, fuck you. This Elon. conspiracy goes all the way to the top. We know what's going on. Overrated. We know you took our friend Grimes. The Canadian contingent. We have some shit to say about that. Well, he ended up going and taking classes at Queen's University. Did you know that? (laughs) I thought she went to McGill. No, no, Queen's. Oh. Yeah, and then Elon Musk took courses there with her. Elon Musk stalked her, I mean, took courses there. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, that's so off topic no it's not off topic of witches witches is like I love this witches is a universal topic it literally is yeah it's really every single you know continent every single nationality and religious background has some sort of thing that's part of it that's rooted in like syncretized pagan religion or it's a person who steps out of the usual yeah people who are 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 affected by some sort of like non nor like non-norm in terms of their you know energy their aura things like that yeah they just decide Um, to to be different from regular society matilda is on my list Oh, shit. Because, I didn't see that coming. Beca- oh, shit. Coming out, oh. out of left field. 
Let's go. Because not Let's only go does, does it talk about Matilda. Matilda, one of the most powerful examples of having like powers and being very young. Mm-hmm. Um, because we do have uh, that happens a lot. Let's go. That happens. Maria, you get a hug. <laughs> We're taking it to I the did children. Not see this episode is for the children. I, for the children. Mm. Um, and and you know what? Because like, there's a lot of um, examples of. In horror movies, like children with Can like we do a quick side like, note? powers and stuff. Quick side note. Okay. Miss Frizzle. Miss Frizzle from the Magic School Bus, definitely a witch. Definitely a witch. <laughs> she has a magical school bus that's called the Magic School Bus, so she clearly has magic powers. Definitely a she witch. She has a um, familiar, the lizard, Liz the Lizard. Who clearly understands everything that's going on and facilitates every single trip that they go on, and features in it prominently in some way. Um, the class that she teaches inadvertently is her coven that she uses to harness energy to shrink it, yeah. and, and grow the bus <laughs> in order to go on their biological field trips. Okay. Those children had no idea that they were part of a fucking coven. No, of course she was not. Was harvesting their childhood energy, and we were all living for it. But now that back. ginger fucking <laughs> Jezebel, Miss <laughs> <laughs> Frizzle, I know what you did. I saw what you did. She was an animated character. We're I'm coming put after it down in the magic school. <laughs> Look up the guy who created the art for fucking. <laughs> but she had a new fucking drip every episode too. Every single episode, a new dress with but a it was pattern. The same silhouette. Sa- same silhouette, but same every single silhouette. episode, different pattern. She never wore the same outfit twice. Never. Wore She's a witch. Bad. She clearly <laughs> had the same outfit, and she just changed the pa- the pattern with, with magic every day. Yeah, she a witch. Girl, that was the witch I wanted to be. Honorable mention to the Magic School Bus. Honorable mention. Educational and metaphysical. She was like, bitch, you want to go visit the inside of some organs? Let's go! You want to go to a salmon stream and have some salmon nut on you? Oh, yes, that's the previous episode right there. Which I also mentioned in another episode of the podcast. That's what I just said! Yeah, oh, I thought you were mentioning a magic skill. It was like, my friend was like, wait, what? I'm like, no, that actually happened. No, that was an episode about salmon nutting inside of another salmon. No, they didn't nut inside. They don't don't nut inside. They lay eggs and then the other salmon comes along and nuts on the eggs. There's no actual, like, sex. They spawn in a stream. Girl, you didn't have to be descriptive. Anyway. You could have been like, that's not how it's done. The end. (laughs) That's very efficient, okay? But, Marita, no. She doesn't stop there. She takes you on an educational field trip. (laughs) (laughs) Much like Miss Frizzle had on the Magic School Bus. She's like, no. You said they nutted inside each other. I didn't say inside. I said they just nutted on the kids. No, no, no. That's what I said. (laughs) That was me pretending to be you saying, no, they didn't do that. And then following it with, here's the real way they nutted. Here's the 
The real tea. <laughs> the folks. real tea. This is how they done it. This how So, um, what else do I have on here? The Crucible is another older example of, which is in um, pop culture in terms of like a theater, in terms of a play. The Crucible is a play by Arthur Miller about the Salem Witch Trials, um, featuring a woman who uses the hysteria of the day to manipulate her, to, to kind of manipulate her community a little bit into more of a frenzy, kind of highlighting the absurdity of the whole witch hunt activities of, of the, the time. We also have stuff like the Chronicles of Narnia, the White Witch, um, who kind of comes along like in the very beginning of the Narnia series. We've got, um, like we mentioned a couple of like the old school sitcoms, uh, Bewitched, but there was also I Married a Witch featuring Veronica Lake. Um, we had a bunch of Disney movies, the Witch Mountain series. It's oh, a very popular. Girl, I know where you're going. Very popular I series know where Disney. You're going. So um, I'm not going to go into the detail, but like there were, I think there were like three or four Witch Mountain series movies that. Um, Can we just get to it? Twitch. Oh, Twitches. So this is one that I mentioned to you, right? So. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched it again. I I watched both of them yesterday. They're um, iconic. Sister, sister. <laughs> so Tia and Tamara Mowry are, um, it, it's a Disney, I guess, like, uh, based on sort of like so the earlier versions of witches Love. that they Love. portrayed as like the more modern day, like, trying to like have a love life and trying to be fashionable, trying to you know, make their parents happy and, and do well in school, but they also just happen to have powers and have a life that they knew nothing about. So it kind of plays on the, as you were singing, the sister sister um, premise of them not knowing they were related until like later on in life, which happens in that uh, in the movie Twitches as well. Yeah. But then they also find out that they have powers. One of them holds the necklace amulet thing that has the power of the sun and the other one has the one that holds the power of the moon and then when they finally get together they were like as we were mentioning before their powers get a little bit stronger and they learn this as they kind of like try out different spells and stuff so twitches uh again is an example of uh witches in popular culture that are not following sort of like the white woman they're aesthetic. happy they're fucking but, happy. Like, um, it also talk. It, it's it's a pretty cheesy movie, but it's like a good example, I suppose, of like the witch aesthetic becoming a little bit more mainstream and a little more updated for like the the post Y two K times. But they're happy. That's like the yeah. most. That's what makes it so um, lovely. Is that there's a they're, cheer there. They're happy and they they were nurtured in their separated lives before they met back up, as well as like yeah. after they joined forces to like defeat the um, enemy that they have in the movies. They are like working together, and that like gives them that um, purpose and stuff like that. 
It's just so, a, it's a naturally wholesome, happy movie. It's, yeah, it's just nice and wholesome. Yeah. It 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 really has like a the great um, Maori sister chemistry. Yeah. That we have come to know and love. And and the nice part is seeing them like thrive as adults. Like that's, mm-hmm. I mean, like that's something for me personally. And like in the I, first I, movie, I enjoy. Yeah. I like seeing Drew Barrymore have a talk show. I like seeing the Mallory sisters have one of them's on a talk show and what and the other ones yeah and like a lot of they you see a lot of their content on yeah. social media yeah like they're they're doing things like when i see people that i you know i appreciated at some point and they were actors or actresses like i actually appreciate seeing that drew barrymore started where she did which was unfortunate that she was pus- pushed into being an acting child and wasn't Drew Barrymore technically like in a movie where she was like pyromaniac, like um, fire starter, um, like a telekinetic pyromaniac or some shit? Fire starter. So that's like a witch, right? Bingo. Drew Barrymore, you mm-hmm. witch. So many examples that we keep coming up. But with. like, well, no, it's interesting that you say that. Drew Barrymore always played with the paranormal, ET. Yeah, she's movie. been in so many movies where it's like a like a extraterrestrial or yeah. paranormal element. Yeah, you're right. Charlie's Angels, a kicking ass female who mm-hmm. actually like works for an undercover agent. How does she get good at kicking ass? She a witch. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only explanation. <laughs> well, no, actually. With that being said, words throwing around in my head. Kill Bill came for a second there, but now so. Uh, we haven't even mm-hmm, spoken, mm-hmm. like, at all about Japanese culture and witches. Yeah, which I looked into, and, um, it usually, like, their interpretation of witches are women who will, are, have a shape-shifting aspect that is also, uh, related to an animal. Um, it's usually a fox, or, like, a, a wolf, or, like, a cat, or something like that, and they're able to shape-shift back and forth. From this form to human, but then they've they've taken that and they've extended it too, though. Like Sailor Moon, technically. Yeah, Sailor Moon's on my list, um, especially the Queen Barrel, because like Sailor Moon and, and the whole Sailor Scouts aren't necessarily like identified as witches. Although I think you could make a very strong argument for them being mm-hmm. witches, because you know they are using the the power of different planets as their energy source and they also harness it through the use of wands and different like tools and stuff but also they mainly what i looked into for sailor moon is a queen barrel is a witch and that she is the one that like gets usually because and then again going back to witches being portrayed as villains yeah another good example of that hence cat costume Luna, and then, of course, Luna. Luna and Artemis <laughs> and all the other catos of Sailor Moon because witches need to have familiars and that's part of what I wanted to talk a little bit about in this uh, last half of the podcast episode because there's not very much that comes up in terms of that, but there's a few different examples. Salem, for example, uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yep. Um, we have, uh, as we mentioned, Sailor Moon. We didn't look example. into Hocus Pocus. I keep forgetting what his name was. 
Oh, right. Okay, let's, let's look Google it, up. it Let's Google it. <laughs> this is going to represent the, the Hocus Pocus cat, too. This cat right here. Meow. Look at this derpy little face. Oh, so cute. It was the last yeah. cat of Walker's child. The last cat, too. He was all so... alone in a bag. And then I grabbed him and put him on a charcuterie board. And I shot the charcuterie. Uh, his name is Thackeray. Transformed into an immortal black cat. Thackeray. Mm-hmm. That is him. Did we ever get on board with that name? I guess we did. <laughs> Thackeray Banks. I'm kind of glad nobody named I really the fucking only... kid Thackeray. Apparently, some people also claim that God, the cat from Hocus Zachary. Pocus is the same cat from Sabrina the Teenage Witch for some reason. Well, that's a load of sh- Well, <laughs> that's a load of. <laughs> that's a witch. Standard. I was born in 1987. That is a load of baloney. <laughs> I don't blame ya. The cat is part of like a continuous Disney timeline because you know that they have that in like Disney, right? That they connect all the different movies together in various timelines. Some t- for some of them, they do. So maybe, yeah. Thackeray is Salem. Stop with the Easter eggs. The, so many Easter eggs. No, too many characters. Too many Easter eggs. Um, so we also have uh, Kiki's Delivery Service. Thank you. Now we're back Thank on the call. Yeah, Japanese. Yes, like you just mentioned, the, the, the culture an- of it. anime, I actually wrote right at the very bottom because anime has so many witch references that I had to just include it as its own separate thing. But they do it in such a delivery where it's like, yeah. ta-da, like mm-hmm. we've done it, well... I want to say North America has done it in such a well coming for you type of way. But like Whereas certain... Japan's like, ta-da! Like, literally, like, they're just excited to share that yeah. level of information. And like, it's, they're, it's delightful. they're drawing on both the Western and Eastern uh, archetypes of the witch in a lot of these examples right so like in 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 the particular examples i used other than sailor moon there was again kiki's delivery service Howl's moving castle that um play a lot on uh the ideas of like the witch but kind of using a a playful sort of element to it well and but that's the thing like it's the the, the reason these movies are so popular is because they bring the experience of a person who's actually come into North American culture mm-hmm. and experienced like just how bizarre it is, and then they're able to write this stuff, and that's what I appreciate. I, I can see it in a nutshell. There's also um, a lot of um, examples of. Younger witches, some of them having a lot of powers, but a lot of them being younger, and they, that that's the formative time for them to discover that what they're good and bad at in terms of their magical abilities. Um, I did throw Hermione on the list, as much as like Harry Potter is like a, a somewhat controversial thing to mention in terms of these sort of conversations. I think that Hermione, as a um, as a woman, like a girl character, female character, and in terms of um, pop culture, 
you can't deny that it's a very significant part of a lot of people's pop culture upbringing in terms of witches. And Harry Potter at the time did get a lot of uh, criticism from religious groups for being, like, of the devil. I do remember that. It kind of, like, comes and goes in waves, these, like, pop culture things, and it's, like, people criticize them for being, uh, pr for promoting, like, immoral things. I think it but, comes from, like, a standpoint, though, of, like, pedophilic behavior, in a way. Well, the eating of the children. Yeah, like, I think, like, there's this nastiness that... that Shouldn't preying on children. Yeah, it is shouldn't... a big is a big historical component of what people associate with witches. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's like having those words to identify preying on children, and then having the extendability of saying like there are men preying on children. It extends this like consistency yeah. of like it's not us relatability. Men. It's those witches. You, well, and it's <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's creepy. Like, there's a creepy level where we've taken vocabulary, the English vocabulary, and we've allowed it to speak on many levels uh, without, like, identifying purposes. Because, for me, as an example, my, my vocabulary is extensive. Like, and, and likewise to you. Like, sometimes there's moments where I, I feel like I need to... Um, reestablish what I'm saying because it's like it might not be a word that you associate with what I associate if that makes sense and like same with anything I've said tonight like I want to at least say that like sure there's a level of like shock value that comes mm -hmm. with what I'm saying but if you can't understand why I'm saying it like fucking google it Fucking understand, like, my 1987-born yeah. brain, and... Yeah. And that's why we're giving this list, too, so that people can take this and go and Google the things that they're interested in. Yeah. And uh, do their further research from here. Yeah. Right? We're, like, we're giving people jumping-off points based on the stuff that we found out, uh, and, and, and our hot takes on what that means right because like we uh, don't have to be yeah. shock jocks for murder we are shock yeah. jocks for our living experience yeah and understanding subcultures yeah as, as people who have been <laughs> interested in the whole witch and witchcraft aesthetic and and way of life yeah um and and, and associate our life with a lot of the as we said before, criteria of being a witch, I think that that's pretty valid. Yeah. It was our, it yeah. was our Jesus Christ. I know that's going to probably be a shocking thing to say to people, but Jesus like... Jesus Christ may or may not have been a witch, right? He was Girl, he's got a great story. He he's got a great backstory. He's yeah. got a backstory. Jesus Christ had a lot of powers. Yeah. That we don't understand. Yeah. Actually, to be honest, I want to say this, and this may be religious and fucking... Walking on water. It's not... Well, it's not religious. It's... To me, it's... I, I don't believe in the homophobic bullshit and slander and the culture of separation because I've seen lots of cultures who believe in just a lot of good standards. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. they call it religion... They call they they have a name 
or they put a name to a face in their books kind yeah. of thought process. Um, but they have a lot of good values. And I think that, I think that's where society needs to stand a little bit is, yeah, there's like, we, there's a lot of religions right now who do not hate anyone. Like yeah. they just, they're, fucking, they believe in joy. On, yeah. On kind of how they're, um, even with preaching like, to the next yeah. generation of the believers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we should have, like, a, a closing statement. Just let me live. I'm going to actually have a grape. I'm going to say I had one grape. Fight the cat ear. What? Fight the cat ear. The cat ear? Okay, I got to have my... I'll make my crackers and cheese first. Mm. Mm. That ASMR though. Have you tried to smoke Gouda? I tried to smoke Gouda though. Cheese is delicious. That is facts. I've been told to bite the ear of the cat. I don't want to bite the ear of the cat, but I'm going to. Right here we go. Mm. Okay, I bit the ear. I'm sorry, Kato. I've like never made a charcuterie board before. I can't. I still can't believe that you made this and then told me you didn't actually make one before. No, I've never made one before. Because this was a very solid charcuterie board. I've seen a lot on online. It was and I fantastic. Was like, can I do it? Yes, I can. Can we fix it? What the fuck it? is that from? Yes, we can. It's not Bob the Builder. Oh, no. <laughs> it was. Sure. <laughs> okay, you know no. what? I need to at least take a grape to to make the grapes seem like they were a part of the charcuterie board. I'm... As, uh, as far as you guys know, from us witches to you, no children were harmed in the making of this charcuterie board. The first drink was called Children's Blood. Just a, you don't know. It was just a. I mean, for for all you know, that was just a name. The blood was grenadine. They don't need to know it's real. They don't need to know it's real. Google John Vinay Ramsey. <laughs> Ooh, we kept that as a special vintage. I'm sorry, that's like so terrible. I'm going to hell. <laughs> because I like John Vinay Ramsey died. All the witches like good. <laughs> Also, okay, does this look like Count Dracula, or does it look like Oliver Peck? <laughs> Who's Oliver? Like the singer Oliver Peck with the mask? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 100%. It looks like Oliver Peck. <laughs> it looks fucking frightening as something hell. Something I'm <laughs> Darling, won't you kiss me? <laughs> I sound like Johnny Cash. <laughs> also, then this one, though, looks like fucking Purple Shrek. Purple Shrek. It's Purple Shrek. A.K.A. Thanos. Thanos. <laughs> 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 Cheers. Cheers, Quiz. Cheers. Mm. This one still tastes like... The witchy cookie. Barren. 
if you eat it, then all your wildest dreams will come true. Really? And your ex will turn into a newt. They kind of taste like pop tarts. D yeah. Oh shit. Bit. That's magic. How did they do Fuck that? Fuck you, Marita. Those sons of bitches. No, they you just took again. me into a moment. They mm. taste exactly like pop tarts. How did what they kind of witchery is this? What sorcery is this? <laughs> <laughs> they did it again. God damn it! I have to know. <laughs> what kind of sorcery <laughs> is this? <laughs> what kind? The tasty kind. Um, Fuck you, Kellogg's. Did you know Kellogg's was actually like a really <laughs> Christian company? I did. Yeah, and they their original like cracker their, thing um, was for like ceremony. Their cereals were, were supposed to keep people from having impure thoughts. Yeah. Because they figured the more bland and boring their cereal, the more people would be deterred from having indulgences. And they put a rooster Which on the box, too. Which is interesting, because I think that the... <laughs> to remind people of cock... Wow, guys. You really... You really did that. Well, no, that, that wasn't their original thought process. Their original <laughs> thought process was like, Get up in the morning! Get up super early, Go and then guess what? Don't do any sexy time. But little did they know, they put a rooster on the cover. <laughs> Yeah, you have to go listen to the Dirty rooster birds. get get some cock a doodle to get do, it in, but not you. Cock a doodle do. And then the witch was like, "Ooh, I guess I'll use your chickens and roosters for my rituals." <laughs> and take your eye. <laughs> and take the eye of the cock. Eye of the cock. Oh my god, he, she cut someone's dick off. Witch cutting people's dicks off. No, it was just a rooster's head. <laughs> Yo, you call them cocks? Oh god, I, this, this happens so much. I'm sorry. And now witches just make tea, lavender, or chamomile. Yeah, witches are like very like gentle, mm -hmm. super soft. They pet their cat and they say no. Mm -hmm. They occasionally engage in activism where they cast spells on Donald Trump and whatnot. <laughs> Remember I mentioned that to you earlier? There's actually witch activists. Who get together and they cast oh, no. spells on the religious right oh, no. in order to deter them from their evil deeds. Um, I'm not they mad were, at that. They, they were, I know, not right? Never mad, mad at it. More the merrier. Like, have at I'm it. Sure, I'm sure other religions were doing the same thing. Like, I'm praying so hard against them. Oh, I'm sure prayer got him out of office. <laughs> the collective prayers of the of the world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, that and, like, insider trading and all that jazz. <laughs> yeah, that and, um, you know, the the stealing of the documents, hiding them at his fucking house and shit that he said he didn't have, but then he also said he had, because he's a fucking goof. Uh, Did you I... hear the newest, there's like, anyway, this isn't about, we'll, we'll have that conversation about This is still about, about witches, homeless. This is still about witches. <laughs> But what I'm saying is this is no, actually a thing is about that witches. I came up in my research. It's like, is why is this still happening? This are, is witch level. There are activist witches, resistance witches, that do collectively try to plan for collective spellcasting that will promote 
um, progressive ideas. It's very rare that you'll find a witch that is conservative. You loaded that up. That fascist, was so good. Right? Mm-hmm. Some good ass cheese. <laughs> um, and yeah, another example of witches using their powers for good. For the good of the planet. For the good of the nation. Okay. So before we leave, mm-hmm. we never once really gave attention to Sabrina Spellman. Okay. Yeah, the longest true. running witch, basically. One of the longest running pop culture examples, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Bewitched, sure, it was before us, but we're yeah. we're talking about, like, 90s, early 2000s pop culture. And Sabrina Spellman was, like, and it wasn't, again, it came in threes. She had two ants. It was the three of them and a cat. So, Sabrina the Teenage Witch started out as an Archie comic, a spinoff from Archie Comics, and basically followed the same premise that it did when it became popular as a modern-day sitcom format in the mid-90s. It featured um, Sabrina Spellman, in this case, discovering her powers around the time of her 16th birthday. She does live with her two aunts, Hilda and Zelda, and Salem the Talking Black Cat, who facilitates Sabrina's different adventures and also has little side stories where he has his own little kind of schemes going on that you see in, like, side um, plots. Keep talking. I'm going to make drinks. And um, this show was on for a pretty long time. It went on until 2003. And uh, Salem was known for being, like, a fairly um, discernible animatronic cat. But that kind of worked for the in the cheesy sort of like format of the show, I think. No one ever really questioned it, as far as I remember. Like maybe that was just the uh, the access to the technology they had at the time, and people just didn't really question it. Um, so through different episodes. You kind of learn about Sabrina's different family members. Um, You see kind of like her trials and tribulations in terms of learning how to cast different spells. um, Reconciling her powers with like how much she wants to share that with her friends at school. So there's like a large part of the series where she's kind of hiding her powers from people. Um, Love interests at school, things like that. Marita, include the bullies. Where are the... Oh, the bullies... Uh, what's her face? Um, the g- girl that bullies her at school. So, Libby. Libby's her name. Uh, she's the most popular girl in school. Um, she does... Sabrina does things such as turn Libby into a pineapple. I'm trying to find some other examples of things she does to Libby. Because by the time we get to season four, they're not really mentioning her as much. There was actually seven seasons of this show. Because she was a blonde. Because she was the blonde? The blondes are like the more magical? It was just an asphyxiation of the 90s. She was like, she was like witch version of, like a literal witch Barbie. Witch Barbie. 
period of, period of, period of, period of. You get it, right? <laughs> oh, it says here, in season four, Valerie moves away and Libby goes to boarding school. Cocktail number four. Number four. Hell yeah. And I'm pretty sure that what I've been you know putting the vodka in, though, is not right a shot here. glass. Right here. <laughs> what do you call it's this? It's just like the top of a martini shaker. And I'm pretty sure that's bigger than a shot glass. A witch teeny? This one's pomegranate and soda water. Mm. And vodka. Cheers! Cheers, my queers! Cheers! A nice little wind down to the cocktails. Yeah, this one has less alcohol in it. So, um... But, okay, so my favorite part is Sabrina. Okay. Was probably the fact that they tried to bring it back. And though it didn't fail, it lacked the character that everybody wanted. It became too fucked up. Like, too on it the became... nose. Oh, okay. I think that's what, like, a lot of people at the time freaked out about and I think the last generation of these people are um, the Little Mermaid. It became a little bit too uh, self-referential you mean? Well like the Little Mermaid. The the live action one that's coming. Mm-hmm. Like this is going to be beautiful but there was a bunch of stinkers who were like oh my god what she's black and like that's so fucked up. And Especially considering that there is a huge um culture of uh, mermaid witches in African culture. It's fucking awesome. Like, this is going to be one of the most... 12 people trying to claim biology and science in your your argument. But also just in terms of um, the fact that mermaids aren't real. Therefore, they can be whatever. And neither are witches. Yeah, and that's the thing. Witches are a made-up product of people calling out other people in society based on, as we mentioned, their fears and insecurities. It's, it's, yeah. Like, the mere fact, like, I think this episode is great because it's just, I have an appreciation for this shit, but at the same time, I'm smart enough to know that, like, it's a world that didn't exist, but did. It's, it's, hear me out. It creates the thought process that words like faggot, they just, they, they aren't anything. That's, I think, what witch taught me, is because it was like the narrative. I communicated and I identified a lot with witch, mm-hmm. but the word wasn't witch as a kid mm-hmm. for me. It was like faggot or queer. Or he's a girl. Mm -hmm. Like, hearing those things, I think, like, that was the power of witch magic, in a way, was that I was was able to create a magic shield that protected me from taking those words on and committing suicide. And, Mm -hmm. yeah, just going down a dark path that I'm a loser or I'm... A freak or I'm queer like 
that's that was the power of which I think that power continues, and I think that as the generations continue to, it's like there is this upheaval of understanding what what yeah. which now means. <laughs> and like as I was mentioning before, like the 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 um the ability that we have to, uh, especially at this point in history, with our uh, access to technology, and ability to, to access a whole wealth of different uh, avenues of research about not just witches and witchcraft in general, but also our historical connection to it in terms of our personal ethnic and, and, and hereditary background and stuff like that to give us like a more well-rounded understanding of where our culture fits into witchcraft. Totally. Um, cause as I was meant, we were mentioning in the talk before we started recording, um, I was doing a little bit of research in terms of like my sort of heritage side in terms of uh, different witchcraft elements, like the the concept of like the morag or the morrigan. Um, in witch culture, uh, the concept of like uh, German witch trials and uh, the the Germanic witch tradition. Um, there is a I was mentioning like a very popular witch series that I kind of grew up with that more so my mom and my aunt grew up with uh in German culture uh B.B. Blocksberg which is the story of like a little girl who has magical powers who's a witch and um that was like a very popular series for me growing up um and then also exploring like the West Indian like Caribbean uh, occult like uh, and, and like indigenous and of stuff that was always sort of in the background of my upbringing, which was extremely Christian, <laughs> but it was sort of like always there a little bit in the background. And so it wasn't until that I, I, I started doing research like this that I actually find out a lot of the different um, elements of that influence in that side of my family. So yeah, like everyone has their particular um cultural background and and pretty much everyone's cultural background is going to involve some sort of like pagan you should, spiritualism right sorry to cut you off you should you should um tomorrow you should post photos of my family bible and mm -hmm. how fucking creepy that is the bible is also encompassing like your family heritage but it looks so majestically magical and, and it also looks a lot like a fucking grimoire so. yeah like it's <laughs> fucked up and like to even yeah. know that um so in, in like my great-grandmother my grand great-grandma fraser was a flapper in the 1920s right. and there's a page literally with a fucking peacock feather and like it, yeah, and it can't get any more crazy for me because you've right. known me my whole life, and I'm dramatic, and mm -hmm. I, you know, I I get to be like intrinsic, and I make fucking, you know, this is my first charcuterie board, but I've got a fucking chocolate cat and amazing cheese, and I threw on some grapes to make it healthy. Like I don't need to make another one. Yeah, like this I was, was like, I did it. This was it. <laughs> this was Instagram worthy. I'm done. <laughs> like that's that, but that's yeah. how my mind works. And the mere fact that that's who I am, and there's a fucking peacock feather that I can't explain, mm -hmm. 
that gives me a reason to fucking live. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Right. Because it's like, what the fuck? Like, there's there's meaning in in life in itself, and that's what I love. And I think that to bring it all back, like, not saying my great grandmother was a witch, but flappers were technically also witches in a weird way because it was about entertainment. It was about getting that I money. Think it was. Um... I'm, I'm and I'm bringing it back to men enticing mm-hmm. money. As trickery, as witchcraft, like there, like witchcraft, we can't escape. That's our reality. That's literally our reality. The ads you see on and, your phone um, is witchcraft. The uh, the the example of witches in our culture as tricksters and sort of being not what they seem, uh, and uh, or, or like constantly chasing their own personal means to like go back to a certain way that they used to be at the expense potentially of other people. Like that's a very popular trope in witchcraft. Yeah. Um, somebody it's the narrative recently, that's been carrying um, the entire time. Somebody recently showed me the show, the owl house. Okay. Um, it's on Disney, I believe Disney plus. We'll have to watch one. <laughs> and it's a After cartoon. This. It's a cartoon. That's basically like this girl, discovers this portal to this different world and uh, she goes to this place called the Owl House that's run by this witch and the witch is kind of like a bit of a a salesperson sort of um, fast talker type person and uh, and so the girl befriends this witch and the witch I guess decides to try and teach her how to be a witch too and like cast spells and have powers and whatever. Um, A little bit more for kids but there's a lot of jokes and stuff in there that are good for adults. That well. does not sound like it's for kids, but um, sure. It's good. It's a good, it's a good example. Um, it's got kids' illustrations in a very adult narrative. It's the, you know, the voice of, I, I always forget her name, the actress's name. It's the chick from, like, Fraser and Hot in Cleveland and... Um, I, for, I always forget her freaking name. I want to say it's Kathleen. And, and that's the voice of the witch in the Owl House. It's probably not Kathleen. But Kathleen was a very right 80s name. <laughs> um, let's see. Wendy Malick is her name, is the name of the actress. And she's and she's in like Fraser and uh, Just Shoot Me and Hot in Cleveland, and she she voices uh, she's like the voice actor for like the witch Edelyn Clawthorne in the Owl House, and she basically like decides like begrudgingly to teach this younger girl how to be a witch. Damn. Um, there's there's a few examples um, of like witches taking people under their wing, but a lot of times it's like the witch is kind of already just established and comes under fire for whatever reason, or or is celebrated for whatever reason. So like in the case of um, wait, what time are we at? What time are we at? <laughs> well, we, we started a second half of the video, so I think the first oh, video was about two hours. So we've hours, got two episodes now, this, now. 
We've well, we've started the the add-on to this episode, which I'll I'll edit later to Wait. that. I want to finish my drink and chat with you about some stuff, but we're gonna have it like a two and a half hours. And back on it with me, and we can make edits together. Perfect. Yeah, sounds like a good plan. Only because I'm just like. You know I'm what? too goofy, and our... I get scared that people don't accept when I get goofy. You know what? Our knowledge of the editing process makes us witches. We can edit our Ew, own... you're we so can... right! We can edit our <laughs> own reality to present what we want. Witchy. Oh, I became the Sarah Jessica Parker oh. of the group. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Kathy Najimy. You were always the smart one. In the year of our Lord, <laughs> Kathy Najimy. You are the yes. Kathy Najimy. Uh. She was always the smart one. She was the one that grabbed the fucking, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what do you call it? Vacuum. <laughs> the vacuum of time. Also, how, like, cheesy, I'm proud. Have you tried the cheesy macaroni yet? Mm. No? I hope that this was a perfect snack. But you haven't tried Flaming Hot Cheesy Macaroni. Have you tried Stregonona's Cheesy Macaroni? Don't come at me sideways. Don't come at me with that Stregonona. <laughs> you remember Stregonona? I have her on my list. No. She's the witch that had the spaghetti pot. That was like the never-ending spaghetti pot. Okay, this is where the tape gets turned back on. And remember that. What happens is there's like some like punk-ass kid... Who sneaks in when Stregonona's not there. You have my thinks, full attention. He thinks that, he's like, go on. <laughs> and this kid's like, I'm going to make never-ending pasta bowl. So he makes never-ending pasta bowl, but he doesn't know how to turn it off. So the pasta <gasps> flows into the whole street, <gasps> through the whole town. And then finally Stregonona comes back and she's like, bitch, move! And then she turns it off and it's, and then, yeah. She oh, saves the day. no. But then this, by that time, the city is completely full of carbs. Death by pasta. Death by pasta, yeah. Death Basically. by pasta. <laughs> Which I didn't think was a thing, but apparently it is. When I, the, I still don't really believe it is a thing. When the moon hits your eye. <laughs> oh no, that's a big pizza pie. <laughs> Macaroni! <laughs> Macaroni in a pot. <laughs> Stringing on a starts doing like WAP, the WAP dance. The wet-ass pussy dance. <laughs> I also need to acknowledge that WAP is a slur against Italians, and I should probably say, clarify that I didn't mean that. I meant wet-ass pussy, um, which is clearly no, better. No, they're under fire, too. They're very under fire. We heard about the Super Mario movie, okay? That's Italians. not even the bad How part How dare you allow Chris Pratt to, to tarnish the Super Mario name like that? I bet you. We he thought took, you were more on top of this stuff, guys. No, I bet you he took like um, one of those tests that shows like your ancestry, like ancestry.com, and he was like, "I'm eight percent Italian. I'm about, I'm allowed to do this." Straight when it comes in, she's like, "Nah, <laughs> Nobby. I'm gonna get my belt." Straight when I get the strap, she been a strap. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. <laughs> crispy, crispy rat. <laughs> I liked him when he was bigger, and then he got an ego. I liked him when he wasn't part of that weird culty religion thing. 
Wait, name. come again? That's why people are like canceling him now, is because he's part of like a weird religious-y culty thing. Oh no. In addition to him blaspheming no. the entire Nintendo franchise. Thanks a lot, bud. It's part of like a weird religious. Is he actually a part of a weird religious y Christian y culty thing now? Yeah. I know. I was not pleased either. I really liked Parks and Rec. I really wasn't. Yeah, right? But. I, I, I saw the signs! I saw the signs. He played <laughs> guitar and he wore plaid and he tried to get a girl. That was a lot of signs to know he was of Christian mind. I saw the signs. I saw the cross. Yeah. yeah. Oh no. <laughs> that was a really good on the spot. Yeah, and I got lost in the sauce. I saw the cross. Some will get me Burger King if you live in the life. Now where do we belong? <laughs> 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 Chris Pratt obviously does not know the ways of the witch. Yeah, but you know who ignorant ass. I like though that there are. Here's the fun witches of society: Thora Birch, number one. Thora Birch, young witch alert. Well, she was the young witch the in young, Hocus Pocus. Yeah, but she took that character play-by-play -play and like and this is I'm, I'm speaking from purely like actress roles like if you are an actress if you actually have the mentality to be like an actor or an actress and i'm not going to say actor because again actress was an established word women should own that it's beautiful i think there should be more actresses than actors in this world frankly an actor just sounds stupid. It's full of, like, adrenaline and steroids. Can't even cast any spells. So my point is, though, is Thora Birch was in American Beauty. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, she already knew that Kevin Spacey was a creep. <laughs> <laughs> the, no, there are people that actually, like... Identify that shit. Like, if you actually look, and Marita, I actually, like, I ask you to watch American Beauty now. You will identify. Well, no, yeah, you will identify that yeah. Thora Birch, as a young actress who was, I think she was like 16 or 17, like, identifying that Kevin Spacey was a fucking creep. Fair, fair. Yeah. Sorry, that's me, being a witch, putting myself in people's shoes. I think that was one of my favorite sayings growing up, was, put yourself in my shoes. Like, it's kind of witchy. The witchy stuff. Well, no, does that make sense? Put fucking yourself in my shoes. Fucking taking down pedos and weirdos. A lot of people may have gone to witches for help with that stuff. Yeah. A lot of people may have gone to witches for help with abortions. Yeah. A lot of people may have gone to, to witches for help with, yeah, domestic disputes, domestic abuse. Unlikely situations! Let's put it that way. 
situation. Everything's not sugar and icing and cake and and wonderful factories. And situations that we, as we referenced before in the episode, are influenced by patriarchy, are influenced by the fact that if women have to deal with these decisions, that they're ostracized by society. Oh. A lot of the time. Cheers to that. Can I make a point? That's on discrimination. But can I make a point? Yes. Of course. I love you, and ain't nobody going to make a charcuterie board for us. Ain't nobody going to get us stuff like this. Do you know what I mean? That's why I love you. We right just got to do that shit for themselves. Yeah. Independent independent people. Like, I'm happy you're here. Head witch I'm in happy charge. you're here. And to conclude on that, we've been drinking. Don't judge us. We've been, we've been smoking weed. Been Don't judge us. We got but some we've had some fun time, and we hope from, you've had a fun yeah. <laughs> time. Yeah. From, from all the witches, good and bad, problematic, and um, examples of people we want to be, from the Wicked Witch of the West to... To Linda, the complicit. <laughs> uh, from the Baba Yaga to Marie Laveau... Uh, Galadriel to um, Sabrina to Sabrina and everyone in between Sarah Jessica Parker uh, to Sarah Sanders from Sarah Sanderson to uh, Matilda oh yeah see Matilda that underground that deep cut that we didn't remember and you know like all the familiars that we mentioned all the catos and the animals that we did we forget any witches I'm sure we did. I'm sure we did. I have a few more on the list if you want me to do the ones that I forgot before we Oh before we end. my god. No, you... we didn't even go there. <laughs> quickly, quickly, we can do this. <coughs> so, um, Morticia Adams. Who was Morticia, Morticia Adams. Adams? No, who was Morticia Adams? Uh, who Angelica was Angelica Houston. Angelica Houston. Who was the original in The Witches? Uh, Angelica Houston. Houston. We She's a real witch! <laughs> We didn't even go there. And uh, her successor in the new um, installment, um, what's her fucking name? Anne Hathaway mm. played her in the new installment. Eh. Eh. I'm not gagging. You're making Roald Dahl <laughs> in the like, late 2000s. Yes, we already talked about it. We already said <laughs> no. we're going to talk about Roald no, Dahl no, either no. because he was fucking terrible. When The was. Witches was made by Roald Dahl yeah. with Angelica Houston, he was not a problem. Mm-hmm. She saved it, honestly. Yeah. If it wasn't for her, mm-hmm. you should be t- kissing the hem of that garment, yeah. old doll. No. And Hathaway, you were a little too late. And he hath away. <laughs> and he hath away. And hack away. Go away. <laughs> and go away. Mm. So we're from, we like, I, I, is this an Anne Hathaway hate account now? I do like her. I like Anne Hathaway. I do like her. I just her. think she's been in a lot of cringe ass shit. But you gotta do that stuff to get your, like, to, to just be fun. You know what I mean? Like, Angelica Houston did it. She did. Like, oh, being was... something that wasn't, like, the norm was cringe. Not everyone likes the Adams family. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, see, and that's the problem again. Let's bring this up. When we liked the Adams family, 
It was still so. No awesome. one liked the Adam yeah. Family. Especially now we live in 2022, if we remember, and it's a cult classic. Especially if we remember, well, it's it's as much a cult classic as it is mainstream because I think that now it is very much mainstream. Yeah, but I feel like that shirt that says "I liked everything that you like now" five years ago, because it wasn't just their like their alternative lifestyle. It was like that whole scene at the at the summer camp with like the whole Native American thing. That was like a big subversive scene in the movie that a lot of people forget true. about. True, that is true. And it's again a reference to what we were talking about in terms of indigenous, non-European culture being labeled as witchcraft and being forbidden by those people to be practiced. And then what's so interesting is now we turn around and we have people like wanting to embrace witchcraft and pagan culture, but it's like so many other people were not allowed to do that for so long. And then in terms of the movie, you have somebody who is not... World Dolls? Witches? No, no, no. Um, uh, the Adams Family. Oh, okay. The, that scene where it's Wednesday is, now. like, not necessarily a Native person, an Indigenous person, but she's like, I'm just going to do this because this camp is bullshit, and... Well, she understands the values. Yeah. I think she not only understands the value of, of telling the truth of the situation, but I think... She also just wants to watch the world burn. And what better way to do that than by exposing the racism and the colonialism of the land that they're on the campground of and also just the the racist implications of the Thanksgiving play that they're putting on that Wednesday is like, you know what? Uh, no. Not only because I don't like you as a person, like, girl that I go to camp with, but also just because... Uh, white people need to get dragged today. Well, not only that, though. Like, a lot of um, that age demographic was taken on trips, field trips, to indigenous land. You know, that is very much a thing that... Sorry, guys. Uh, that was very much a thing that happened when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. I, I do remember that. And it's like we don't really understand the whole... No, we were fucking eight-year-olds that were going on trips with very heavy level spiritual talk. Going into this world and then just leaving after, it's not really... But it impacted us, because we're in our 30s, and I still remember that shit, quite frankly. Which is good. I think that was the beginning of of, um, us not being threatened by indigenous influence of spirituality. And also not feeling so entitled. I think, yeah. I think I've met a lot of yeah. kids that are entitled, or sorry, I should say adults, who I knew as kids, mm-hmm. who are now adults, that are entitled. And yeah, it's interesting. It's like we, we did grow up on like a level of appreciating the earth and appreciating yeah. natural history. We also had extremely racist history books. Mm-hmm. And, and we I think we still, I still we very much yeah grew up in yeah. a time where a lot of our family and friends did not have a very open-minded view of the world in terms of uh, anybody who was different. So well, we were also like high school students who the yeah. world paused when nine eleven happened. Yeah, we and school. that led to a lot of racism and xenophobia. Yeah, and we barely like yeah. I need to speak on this, like, Marita, even though you're mixed, you were, like, one of the only people in our school that was not white. Like, and 
Also, yes, these are double drinks. These are heavy drinks. We're enjoying ourselves. These potions really hitting different. This is like an additional Mm -hmm. extra slice of podcast. Because the witchy times. The witches are built different. (laughs) We're going to go to cocktail number five. Now I feel it. Because you don't even know. I'm walking on air. Walking on air. Okay. But here, let, we should end it. Um, what else do we want to add in terms of our perspective on witches? Anything, any final thoughts? If you have the ability to cut and paste, we can keep going for a bit. I do, I do. As I said, um, I, I've been um, teaching myself how to do some editing. So I'm very oh. confident that I can take the two halves of this recordings and uh, throw them into my video editor that I have. And I'm proud of you. Kill it. I'm proud of you. With some cheesy star wipes and uh, fade transitions. And you did eat a ear. Was it good? Oh, it was t- very tasty. Do I crush the head? <laughs> I know. I don't think I could. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, do yeah. do. I think just kicking the ears off is, is the safe side. Oh no! You hollowed its brain. Oh no! It's shit all over me. My poor Kato baby. It's like you're eating yourself. Experiencing ego death. How does it feel? Oh, God! (laughs) I am cannibal, cannibal. I'll eat you up. (laughs) I have become comfortably numb. (laughs) When I was a kitten, I had a fever. <laughs> You're like playing with it above giant, God's giant ball of yarn. <laughs> That's cute. Oh, don't pet the tummy. And, oh no! Ah! Ah! I tapped! Ah! Ah! My hand! Wait, no, no. Wait, go back. Gentle baby. Ah! <laughs> Normal reaction. Like <laughs> You're so cute. <laughs> but, if, but if not allowed to pet, then why adorable? That's literally what I ask my cat every day. Oh. I'm like, I'm like, why do you attack your mom? Does he you? attack you? When I pet him, sometimes in the time he does, but no other time. It's just like, you know, sometimes when you want to just be up in your cat's grill and the cat's just like not having it. From I think that, um, yeah, I think that the animal part of it is something that we don't really discuss. I guess like what's the most, yeah, the most popular witch familiars would be cat, bird, and... Bug? And like, yeah, snake or bug or something like that, mm-hmm. yeah. Reptile or bug. Yeah. Yeah. We should create a animated witch series for children where the main... Very unconventional. Dog is there. a... Or yeah, the, the pet is a dog. Well, there's Puppy Cat. Have you seen that show, Bee and Puppy Cat? Don't even get me started on Puppy Cat. Do you consider that? I watched it before it was actually a show. Yeah, well, it used to be just like shorts on the, on on like YouTube mm-hmm. and stuff, right? Yeah, before it was like a full show. I'm gonna make one last drink for us. Oh for shit! This, for this oh, episode, shit. 
I mean, there's more to come after. Oh wait, there's more. Done. So much cheese. Yeah. It's sorcery. It's, it's witchcraft. Go so, witch. Burn her. You have access to internet apps on your phone device. Witchcraft. Witchcraft. Witch so, Do we think Mary Poppins is a witch? Um, Mary, Mary Poppins is an extremely high-level witch, actually. Right? Um, she might possibly be a demigod, based on my research. Right? See, there's so many witches. <laughs> um, possibly more powerful than your average witch. This is one of my favorite She not songs. only has the ability to... What is it? I am a who am I? By I am a Marie. This is super duper creepy. Well, everybody, I think this is a great way to end this episode. Please don't copyright us. I have her autograph and she actually calls me. So amazing, good. amazing. <laughs> um, this is the last drink of the evening. Oh, and you have... <laughs> the drinks are getting lighter and lighter as the night goes Cheers. on as we run out of mix. <laughs> And I want to just thank before we play too much of this and it gets copyrighted, uh, to thank you, Andrew, for joining me tonight on the podcast. Um, I think that was a really great discussion. Uh, just very, like, a nice, open, casual chat about our love of witches and our experience with witches in popular culture, the witch aesthetic. Um, Witchery. Witchery in general. <laughs> Um, and our experiences with the, the black and the queer uh, witchery of it all in terms of our personal experience as well as, you know, just the general chaos, um, general chaos and messiness and beauty and Assumption. strength that is the wish in popular culture. So um, thank you, everybody, for joining us tonight on this journey. And uh, once again, uh, we'll be back next week for the thrilling conclusion of this month's Halloween content. And uh, if you don't mind, we're going to go finish our drinks and this charcuterie board and, uh, you know, continue the conversation. So until next time, thank you. Fantasy Tavern is over for another week. Dance party is now starting. And we'll see you next time.